It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. All right. Welcome, everybody. We have KW with us. It's 12-17-17, and KW is talking about the birth certificate and the routing numbers. So I'm sorry, KW, I had to interrupt there. Oh, no, I I was just saying, you know, uh, I don't, you know, me, I don't believe in coincidences anymore. Okay? Yeah. I don't. They don't exist. Um. So I was sitting there figuring out how, you know, the routing numbers, like, like I was saying, that some numbers are private and some numbers are published. Everybody understands this, how telephone works. Uh, uh, some telephone numbers are not published. That means no matter where you go look, you're not going to find them. They're not published. Uh, yep. It doesn't mean that that phone number doesn't exist. It doesn't mean that that phone number is not active. It just means you're, it's not published or it's not public. See, public and publish is the same thing. Yeah. Okay? So um, looking at the, the, the numbers, now on my birth certificates, or, you know, the birth certificates that I have, I'm going to go ahead and call them mine. I paid for them. I got a receipt. I got a bill of sale. Um, the numbers are printed in what they call microencoding or magnetic ink characters. Everybody know what that is? You know, it's the uh, numbers that you see on the bottom of your check. Yep. All right, those are called magnetic ink characters or MICR fonts. Now, you take those numbers, uh, you know, and like I said, I've been working on this for a while because I'm always, you know, I know it's there. Uh, you know, it's just a matter of make, making the, end, the ends meet, you know, making, you know, uh, making end, ends meet. Um and completing the circuit so that you have current or current C and you get a volt or a volt. That means, uh, you know, you, you've accomplished uh, something that, uh, you know, not a whole lot of people accomplish, you know, if, if you get there. Anyways, by taking the seven numbers, now, by take, uh, uh, on mine it has a letter, then seven numbers on each one. One has an F, then seven numbers. One has an H, then seven numbers. Uh, I have two live certificates, actually three live certificate of birth and two abstract certificates of birth. Uh, what I did is I put a zero and a four for the region of Ohio for the Federal Reserve uh, on those, added to those numbers. And the reason I did that is because of the significance of the number 27. All right, two and seven. That's how I put them together. Um, by doing that, all of the birth certificate numbers come back as valid ABA routing numbers. Now, where are you checking for the validity? Well, it's an algorithm. You tell if an ABA uh, number is valid just by knowing the weights of the numbers. 
Let me explain. Look, look, in most cases, in most cases, bank routing numbers are eight numbers, okay? Mm-hmm. The ninth number is a check digit, which is a uses an algorithm to figure out what the last digit is, so that, that tells the computer whether or not it's a valid ABA number. Okay? It has yep. to fit the algorithm. Even though it's a, a valid uh, uh, um, ABA number, uh, the fact may it might it might not be assigned to uh, you know to uh, any particular financial institution. So it doesn't mean that it's a, a good one. It just means that the number format is valid. <clears throat> but you can take any de- eight-digit number and add the check digit with the, the formula, which is the first number times three, the second number times seven, the second third number times one, and repeat that for the eight numbers, which gives you a sum. And uh, you just simply uh, minus uh, what what the sum is from the next high multiple of ten. So so if you know if your sum total was 144, you would take 144 from 150, and that would give you a six, and that would be your check digit. That's how you know that the eight numbers are correct. Now uh, there's another way that they do it that uh, is a little bit more complex, and that's the fact that uh, when I added the seven, there was no need to calculate the, the check digits. All the check digits was already there. See what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So uh, what this tells me, like I said, I don't believe in coincidences. Right? Yeah. So uh, maybe you guys, I don't know what your guys' birth certificate, they might have something to do with it. Uh, you know, I just simply understand a, a few things that I noticed is that did you know that in every state there's a Arkansas Banking Association, an Alabama Banking Association, there's a, there's a California Banking Association, uh, uh, and all these other ones, right? But there's no, but Ohio doesn't say Ohio Banking Association. It says Ohio Banking League. And this is where we talk about the games, the new order of the ages. Where your skill, your intellect, your mentality dictates where you fall in with everybody, or your status. Does anybody get what I'm saying now? We we might call it degrees, okay? You know, you get a high school diploma, you go to college, you get a college degree, right? Mm-hmm. And this college degree allows you to do certain things, or allows you to operate in a certain practice, or whatever, blah blah blah. Um. So, you know, it's all dependent on what you can achieve. And the system that they have set up is, 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 is a genius system. I'm not going to argue the system that uh, these people have set up. It's, it's, it's brilliant. It's awesome. It's, it's great. Uh, however, you know, just, just sometimes, that you know, people make errors and pe- people make mistakes, you know. And it's all good, but uh, so... When I'm reading everything, whether it's you're talking about ancient Egyptian, the Hebrews, the Grecian, the Greece people, or the Romans, or anybody else, to me it's all the same stuff. It's just a rehashed story of the same thing. You know, yeah, they changed the names, they changed the times, they changed the colors and the places, but the, the, the story is still generally the same story. Okay, can, I got a question for you. This is Amy. Sure. Um, okay, so explain to me how the police or whoever, the court system or however, with all these numbers that have, how do they use that? How do they get permission to go in there and take money from it? 
It's on the computer. But no, how did they do that? I mean, who gave them the authority? Look, uh, well, since you're under the administration, right? Mm -hmm. Well, then you're subject to their administration. Oh, they so they simply, are claiming to be the administrator of that. Well, they, they aren't only claiming it. They are certainly acting as if. Ah. So all these numbers and stuff, you see, uh, we're not really interested in making any money or getting money from an account. Uh, we don't want anything to do with it. All we want is them to leave it no, alone. See, you're missing the whole point. Uh, see, I don't want you know, uh, uh, you know, you to think that this is what it's all about. What is, no. This is all about what God promised you, and that's that's your inheritance, all right? And here's the, here's the truth of the matter. When we look at it, we break it down to its most simplest terms. They have no more power than you do. Yeah. Well, that which was created cannot be greater than the creator. So, so if they have the right to establish a financial institution for the exchange or uh, barter or uh, 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 deposits of monies, so do you. If they have a right to create a bank on a quarter, so do you. It's just a matter of whether or not uh, certain things are taken, you know, done in place, uh, or should I say, put in place uh, before you do that. Uh, okay. All right. Well, I understand, and I'm not. In, I, in no way am I trying to imply that I think this what this is all about. I'm just trying right. to establish and find out from you, uh, you know, which you've answered. So they pretend to be the administrator uh, on that well, they capital are. letter they name. They are and have evidence of that, yeah. Okay. And so, but if I take over as administrator, and if how do I write to them and tell them nobody has the authority to take money except? Well, this is, this is, where, this is where the confrontation happens, and it's much like a confrontation with a, uh, uh, the parents with a young adult son who's wanting to leave the home, and, of course, the parents don't want him to leave the home, okay? Uh, they don't think he's ready. You know, it's, it's, it's the same confrontation that exists between the quote-unquote administrators and you. You uh, see what I'm saying? That's yeah. why they call him Big Brother, because Big Brother's always telling you what to do, isn't he? Yeah. Well, it's, it's, the, same, it's the same concept, if you can wrap your head around that. Uh, they don't like – see, they think that they're better than you. Uh, because they were, you know, they have a, and, they, and they, maybe they are a certain uh, extent. They've accomplished more and become qualified in certain areas and stuff. But that doesn't give them the right to tell me how to run my life or your life, mm-hmm. right? But Big Brother is always going to be there. Big Brother is always going to be there telling you what you can and can't do, ain't it? Okay, so what if you write a letter saying that uh, to this account and say? No one has the authority unless it's sent to this, you know, address or whatever, and and approved. You know, I'm, what I'm trying to well, say is, this, I don't. This, this this is this is where you know I I believe that it's more of a if you want it done right, do it yourself. That's right. Everything is put there. There's the law. Everything is right there in black and white. Uh, all one needs to do is take the time and go read it. Yes, it helps to have a little bit of understanding and have somebody point you in the right direction. Uh, that, that's a lot helpful, all right? But uh, the, the, the truth is, it's not something you ask for or, or something that you request. It's something that you accomplish, okay? So, yeah, you, 
you have to just start like a, acting like an administrator and, and administrating. Well, well, right. Yeah, you can't, yeah. you know, uh, claim to know all this stuff. we got to get there. That's what I'm trying to get to. I'm trying to, you know, make ends meet and complete that circuit and get my juice going so I can make a difference in this world, a good difference. Yeah. You know, well, yeah, I, I agree. I, but, you know, and when I say we don't, we're not interested in the money, that's just for us. You know, for our personal, I just don't want to mess with them because it seems well, like they're meaner when you try to take the money away from them. Well, uh, well, wouldn't you like to be able to pay all the bills? I don't have any bills. I've made my life so I have none. Uh, right. Well, that's how people get paid is paying the bills. See, that's a play on words. Uh-huh. What money, all you have to do is pay the bills. And this is where it comes to where you have a financial institution for the exchange of what uh, we call money of account or money on account, uh, uh, you know, in a current checking account. Uh, that is that is considered as cash. You see what I'm saying? Now, we talk about, you know, I don't know about you guys, but I went out and worked my ass off and made a lot of people a lot of money. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to presume that you guys are in the same boat that you for a long time that you guys worked for somebody else and made them a lot of money, correct? Correct. Okay. Well, uh, the reason was because you wasn't aware that you have your own money. And the law gives that right to us to us all. We don't have to use their money. We use our money, and we exchange it for that public money. That makes sense. Yep. Uh, so, you know, this is where you, you talk about a personal account or a personal check. A personal check is a check drawn on one's own personal account. Do you have your own personal account? Do you have your own bank? Because a bank is merely any person engaged in the business of banking. And I would say the answer to that is yes. <laughs> I, w- I would agree. And anybody that argues that is, you know, is, is obviously being an ass is totally ignorant or trying to be deceptive. We don't have so a right personal there, account. We right no. there, well, this is what I'm working on myself. Uh, I actually just uh, ordered some checks with some, with those uh, routing numbers on it, and I'm going to try to deposit them and see what happens. You know, because it's it's all experimentation. You see what I'm saying? Yep. Did those other so, checks? Clear? Were you able to clear those? Or uh, there's still, the a, I, there's still a hold. And I still haven't heard nothing. Okay. Yeah, you mentioned the 18th was the day, so. Yep, that's what that's hey. what they said. Uh, so you... tomorrow's the 18th, right, or is today the 18th? Tomorrow. Tomorrow's the 18th. Uh, uh, I was told that uh, if there was, uh, you know, uh, any problems or anything, that that they would mail me a cashier's check. So we'll see. It'd be nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it would. Yeah, but we'll see. Because, see, my, it, look, <clears throat> I opened up a bank account. No sooner than I opened it up, two days later, it was closed. The bank closed it. And they sent me a letter, and inside that letter it said, please make alternative arrangements for the credits and debits to this account. So guess what I did? I made alternative arrangements for the credits and debits to that account. Now, the trick uh, to it is, it's just like, anybody watch Happy Gilmore? Oh, long time ago. Okay, well, you know, he he had one hell of a drive, but he couldn't put the ball in the hole, right? 
Yep. Well, same same thing here with me. I can't. I'm having a hard time putting the ball in the hole, which is what we want. We want the we want the ball to go down the little pocket, never to be seen or heard from again. For instance, um, I'm sorry, but I forgot your name. Who was just talking? Who? Uh, oh, this is her name. Amy Ryan. or Amy or Brian? Brian. Brian, let's say. You're, 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 I'm going to give you a check, and we're going to say Amy's the bank, your bank, and we're going to say Robin's my bank, okay? Mm-hmm. All right? So I give you a check. What do you do? You go take a deposit with Amy at, you know, at your bank with Amy, right? Right. Now, Amy sends it either directly to Robin, my bank, or through a series of banks called collecting banks or intermediary bank, banks, okay, which is simply just forward to check on. Okay, so you deposit okay. your check into your bank. Amy then sends the check to Robin, my bank, and Robin says, yes, there is enough funds in the account, or no, there is not enough funds in the account. And, and, and how she's going to say this is by acceptance or return. Robin's either going to look at Amy and say, Amy, I'm sorry, but there is insufficient funds in this check. I cannot accept this check. Okay. So in this case, this is what we have in a returned check, which is what you don't want, right? Although I right. don't believe there's a way to make that work, and it's called the bank shot. But uh, the fact that Robin didn't accept the check caused the check to be returned, okay? Right. All right. Now, if Robin says it's okay, all she, all she does is puts a, a pay stamp on it, and that check gets sent to me. Everybody understand that? Yeah. If, you know, if the check clears, that yeah. check will end up back to me, right? Correct. Yeah. All right, that's what we call call completing the circuit, or now we got juice. You see what I'm saying? Current currency. See how it goes in a circle? It went from me to Brian to Brian to Amy to Amy to Robin back to me. That is the completion of the circuit, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, if Robin returns the check, well, the check goes back to Amy, back to Brian, and Brian's going to be knocking on my door saying, hey, man, you know, your check bounced, right? Yep. Yes. Okay. Well, uh, although I believe there's something you could do to, to remedy that, I'm not close enough or I haven't seen enough to do that. But one thing I do know by this uh, uh, observation is this, is that as long as Robin accepts the check, I'm good to go. Okay. Let me let me explain further. I get the check to Brian. Brian deposited it into the mail or into the bank with Amy. Amy uh, doesn't even have to look at the check if it clears electronically. Okay? If it's all done electronically, uh, you know, there might be a technical issue in there or whatever. But... Let's say Robin, for security reasons, does not use a computer to keep her account. She keeps it all on a manual ledger. Okay? Okay. So in this case, Amy would have to either mail or present in person to Robin the check for clearance. Okay? Everybody get what I'm saying? Yep. Okay, yeah. well, yeah. okay, uh, well, let's just let's just say 
what if I just did away with Robin and Robin's bank where I have an account? Why don't I just make me a bank and have a mailing address to the post office? Oh, is anybody catching on yet? So, so then in that case, Amy would just forward that check on to the address of your bank to the post to the post office box. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. And then you'll receive that mail, and then you clear that check yourself. Ah, uh, that's the way I'm seeing it. And we could do that by this way if we want to take it out of another bank's hand or out of the bank, another bank's decision. And we do that payable through. So look it up, write it down, payable mm-hmm. through bank. And uh, a payable through bank designates that bank as the collecting bank. And it also designates that bank as the only bank that can pay or present for payment that check. Okay. Okay, well, think of a DBA. A bank is any person engaged in the business of banking, and it can include depository, loans, different products. When you go down here to the bank, all they're offering you is what? Products and services, are they not? Yes. Mm-hmm. All right, well, why not create your own business, you know, DBA, whatever, as whatever, and just engage in the business of banking, and you're a bank. It's that simple. They don't want to think it's all this crazy shit and all this stuff, but it's really not. It's not that complicated, and uh, it's just a matter of getting that check to go down that hole where it's never be seen or heard from again. Like I said, when Amy presents the check to Robin, Robin's either going to accept the check, in which case, you know, the check clears, okay, or she's going to return it. In which case, the check gets returned and, and the credits and debits have to be reversed. That's what they call a reversal. Okay. Well, that's that's what I am currently. This is my, you know, like third phase of experiments. So. Okay. Who do you think, like at the courthouse or, or whoever? Who is it? Do you think uh, uh, communicates with that bank to get money off of your account to pay for well, a fine or whatever? Well, uh, usually uh, everything's done electronically. Okay. Uh huh. Uh huh. All right. Just punch the computer. Look, Congress wants money. They don't call up the printing press. They call up the guy on the computer. The guy on the computer creates the account and deposits, or should I say, enters or enters a journal entry for the funding of that account. Oh, yeah, so it's just set up by the government, so, like, you know, they're just, it goes right through and goes well, right Well, set up your own government. Or, better yet, adopt a government that's already sitting there in place, uh, which is called the government of the United States of America. How about, how about adopting that government? Because we have to understand that, that, that these men and women and, and the, their uniforms and their things they are not the government of the United States. The government of the I United know. States is, is the Constitution for the United States of America. They're the government of the U period, S period. 
Well, they could Meaning hold directed an office. by the federal. Thing. Yeah, they can hold an office in government. Yes, absolutely. But they are not government in themselves, you know. No, no, no. This would be, you know, insanity. So you can adopt the government of the United States. All these offices are already put there in place for you. Once you figure it out, the United States of America is an equal opportunity employer. All you have to do, see, you know, all you have to do is take the courses and, and get qualified, and you can do those works. You see, how about getting a DBA as, you know, uh, John Doe doing business as United States of America? Did you say Don the Goat? <laughs> oh, John, John, John Doe. Doe. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta clean out my ears. Okay. But now, what? to get a DBA, are you talking about registering it through their system? Well, you can. Uh, it's certainly when you because you're going to be interacting with some of these uh, institutions, right? Yes. You know, so um, there has to be something in there that they recognize <laughs> that they allow to do business with, whether it's a trust whether it's a financial institution that you establish, whether it's a doing business as, whatever it is, there has to be something. You see what I'm saying? Whether it's a private trust, or private this, whatever it does, there has to be that something in there that they can actually communicate with. Okay. And here's, here's where I got confused last time was because if we're trying to come out of the system, yes, yes, we have to have an entity to interface with the system, but once you register that entity, doesn't it then become under their rules, just like the name on no, the birth certificate? No, 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 I, do, I would disagree. The only reason they have the name over the birth certificate is because of the founding reports and the reports that was made when you were born. Uh, and it's not just that. It's, it's the fact that they have this system set up uh, where, um, you know, everybody starts off on pretty much the same level playing field. And it's your will or your desire, your discipline, your determination, your integrity that allows you to so-called climb the corporate ladder. But it's not the corporate ladder. It's the corporate letter. It ain't Jacob's ladder. It's Jacob's letter. Okay. And that's where the angels were, were coming up and down to from heaven. Well, if you pay attention, very close attention to what's being said on documents, most people read entirely too fast. You know, uh, uh, they'll read three sentences. I'm like, whoa, 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 hold up. Let's go back to those first three words. Under the authority. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? You know, or, mm -hmm. or a native citizen may fill any office. Naturalized citizens are elected or appointed to office. So now you know, uh, if, now if you've ever had a, 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 a wondering what the difference between a natural citizen uh, is uh, versus an artificial versus a native citizen, now you know. We found, only we found something real interesting the other day, KW, in, um, in the Alabama Motor Vehicle Codes uh, code book. And yep. it's talking about driving privilege. And the state of Alabama actually recognizes four classifications. It recognizes the driver's license of those licensed in Alabama, 
and the driving privilege of unlicensed residents, the privilege of non-residents licensed and non-residents unlicensed. Yeah, and and that's exactly what it says uh, uh, in the Kentucky Revised Statutes, uh, not in those words, but it says, uh, you know, traveling upon the motor highway or upon the highway as a matter of right, privilege, or license. So in, in, as relating that to Robin's question, um, the state of Alabama will recognize non-residents or those that are of a foreign jurisdiction or foreign entities right. in order to and, do and, business with them. And, and that's us, uh, the living people, you see what I'm saying? Yep. We're always foreign to that, that artificial world. Okay. Except so, getting them well, to recognize that's been the challenge. Well, that's why that's why you need a puppet or a token in their game. See, I, I you know I did come out of her. Now I'm on the outside looking in, and I and, and I and I'm and I'm starting to understand what kind of power and control I have over my own life. So your DBA can absolutely interact with them without being under their jurisdiction. Well, well because sure, because you're, you're foreign. Yeah, because well, well. Because I'm for them, for one, and not only that, when it comes to the United States, okay, the quote-unquote United States government, governed by the Constitution, when it comes to that entity, um, that entity uh, is, you know, I don't like using the word sovereign, but uh, that entity is, is no more sovereign than I am. What I'm saying is, is I'm in a position where I know that my rights with the documents that I have, subject the United States when it comes to my account, not your account, not her account, or anybody else's account, but when it becomes between me and the United States, I could care less what any of you people say. Because the United States is subject to my administration now, you see? But only, in the, but only to such extent that it just involves me and the United States. So as far as someone wanting to sue me or, or charge me or whatever, you can. You can. But you're not going to be able to do the, use the United States to do it. You're not going to be able to clothe yourself with the color of federal law or, or, or the color of the United States to do it with. You're going to have to figure out a way, another way to do it. Does that make sense? What I'm saying to everybody? Absolutely. That that's why the United United States has all of those um, um, undisclosed, unrecognized um, creditors, uh, groups groups of trained military personnel that will go into foreign countries and do the dirty work of the of the government. Sure, sure. Well, it's remember, it's not to doing the dirty work of the government. It's doing dirty work of whoever orders they're following. Exactly. Yeah, I apologize. Yeah, the agents. I need to be more specific in my language. We always need to be more specific in our language. Always. Because by being specific, we don't let the magicians get by with the sleight of hand. Right. You know, we're we're we're, we're on top of it. We're watching. We're observing. We're we're we're, we're you know, <laughs> we're paying attention. So I guess so when, where, you know, where I'm having having issues is um, you know. What are the steps we need to take to get there? Because I can kind of see where I want to get to, 
but having it recognized, you know, I've written letters up the wazoo for years now. Well, right. Well, the same thing in, in a lot of my cases. I never got any kind of return, no kind of responses, right? Yep. Okay. Do you have all that in writing? Can you prove that? Can I prove I've got no responses? Yeah, can you prove that you sent letters and that uh, uh, everybody was given notice? Yes. Okay, then go do whatever it is you got to do. And if somebody stuffs up to you and says you can't do that, say, well, I just did. Now, keep in mind, you don't get to go around harming people, you see. But go do whatever it is you got to do. And, and the first thing you got to do is, like, with me, myself, you know, and I'm not there yet, folks. I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm halfway up the mountain, man, trying to reach the peak. But I'm telling you, it can be done. And it all has to do with electric and your vote and your and your inner G or your inner T. All right? See, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of language that's involved what I discuss, what I discuss. Um, for instance, when you see Benjamin Franklin holding on to a string tied to a key, tied to another string, tied to a kite, I'm telling you, this is a, a, a Benjamin Franklin is a ship. Matter of fact, I ran across several passages in law books and other places where they use, for example, uh, you know, a ship called the Benjamin Franklin. Well, yeah, though Benjamin Franklin is the ship. Now, when you apply that to the birth certificates, usually there's two: the abstract and the certificate of life birth. That's the two. Uh, you have the, the artificial and the live. You know what I'm saying? You know, this is your spiritual and your worldly estates, the four faces. You know, that the Bible talks about uh, having four faces. That's the two birth certificates and two sides on each one. Uh, you got to understand that a lot of these paintings and things that you see are not actually one side of the painting but they're two sides of a piece of paper in one painting. If you, if you they're showing you both the front and the back on one one side. Make sense? Like when you see when you look at Egyptian hieroglyphs and things, a lot of times you'll see a throne uh, as the centerpiece, and you'll see a woman sitting on one side and a man sitting on the other side. We we look at this like what the hell is going on? Uh, no, you got yeah, right. You, you ain't figured it out yet. Uh, is that uh, what they're Doing there is showing you both sides to one piece of paper. Make sense? I got you. I like if the thrones were back to back, you'd see both. Right, 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 exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah, you, you know, you take a piece, and this is where we talk about, you know, another thing, because a lot of things are, uh, it, it's amazing to me how everything ties together. It, it's, it's, it's not only, you know, mind-blowing how all this stuff works. Um, we talk about the sign of the cross. Imagine, if you will, right in front of your eyes, there's a cross. And this cross is not merely two lines from four point, you know, four points with two lines intersecting, but this line is two planes. A horizontal plane and a, and a vertical plane. Now, remember on the old uh, projection TVs, they had the, the little, sometimes your 
picture would get blurry and you would have to line up and you had these little crosses that uh, were white, red, and blue that you had to line up? Nobody? Oh, Nobody. yep, yep, no. yep. Okay. Yeah. All right. Now, see how sometimes things get out of focus. Well, what we're, what you're, all you're doing is you're trying to line up all the planes. Okay. You know, a flat plane and a vertical plane. On the vertical plane, you have the left and the right. Okay. Yep. And on the mm-hmm. horizontal plane, you have the as above, so below, or top, bottom, however you want to refer to it. All right? Now, imagine, if you will, there's a cross right in front of your vision there. Now, pretend that that, that cross is made up of two pieces of paper that, that is whole, held where you can't see the faces, only the edges. Yep. All right? Now, we, a lot of times, we see the edges, and we call it something. Never understanding that we're never actually seeing the faces that contain the real information. You take a piece of paper, you hold it flat in front of you, you look at its edge sidewise, and you can't see nothing on the paper, can you? All you see is a line or an edge going from one point to another point. Right. You never see what's on the paper, on top of the paper, or what's below the paper or what's on the left hand of the paper or the right hand of the paper, or should we just call it the plane? The earth is flat, my friends, undoubtedly. Matter of fact, I got theories that go into that, but that's more something for like a a sci-fi program or something, you know. (laughs) But then again, some of the stuff we're talking about here is probably better suited for sci-fi. So it all comes down to, you know, when they talk about behind the veil or being able to look on both sides. Uh, if uh, if anybody's done any Freemasonry research and stuff, you'll probably see uh, in the in the lodge that there's, you know, the worshipful master, the uh, Tyler, and the uh, secretary. I believe that's the three. But uh, what we may not understand is that it's one man or one spirit that's that's operating all three of them. And sometimes you've seen it as two guys sitting on a table playing a game of chess with one guy standing in the middle. It's portrayed in tennis. Imagine a tennis game where you were the the player, the opponent, and the judge. This is your pyramid. This is your pyramid of quote-unquote power. And as soon as you can get the electricity to go around nonstop where it doesn't stop, then you're good to go. You're ready to make a difference in this world. You have the power to uh, you know, to make a change in this world for good or for worse. Uh, but, you know, you definitely have the opportunity to influence what's going on in this world one way or another. And, of course, you know, you guys ever turn your state seals upside down? <laughs> no, I can't no. say I have. No. Well, the state of Ohio, when you turn it down, it's upside down, it looks just like a happy face. Yeah, because they're sucking everybody dry. 
They should be happy. Do what? They're sucking everybody dry, so they should be happy. Well, they they should. Uh, <laughs> but uh, we and we can take that attitude. I certainly have. Fuck you know you know excuse my language, but you know screw you guys, right? Never understanding that. Well, hold on. Maybe the problem isn't them, but maybe the problem is me. Maybe I need to pull the head out of my ass. Maybe I need to start reading my books. Maybe I need to find out. Well, if they, because one thing I understand for sure is whatever they can do, I have the right to do too. So if they have the right to go create a bank and make money on a computer, so do I. And this is what you talk about: your own money, instead of as, as opposed to uh, someone else's money. Well, and we've been talking for about three weeks now. We've been talking about changing our paradigm and changing our perspective. Yeah, and yeah, polarity. What we're really talking about tonight is is the Z axis. You know, we're talking about sure. X, Y, and Z, and Z is that is that what gives it the depth, and what takes it to a different um, uh, a different. Um, well, I was reading something the other day about how. We typically think of um, a change in um, structure. Say the, the, the example was used with water, that we know it has three phases. It can be a gas, it can be a liquid, it can be a solid, but sure. it can also be. It can also. It has a fourth dimension um, when when it's treated in a specific way through a vortex. That water can actually enter a fourth dimension, and that's that's almost what we're talking about here with the z-axis. We're talking about uh, a paradigm that that we don't have a reality with. We've not been taught or shown, and and we need to start to think in a different way so we can understand yeah. the the depth of the ability that we have. Right, right, exactly. Think think of a think of a starship. You've been given your own private starship. All you have to do is figure out how it works and hire you a crew. Everything is self-sufficient. The ability to make money, distribute credits, uh, produce everything you need, it's all right there. All you got to do is learn how to operate it. Some people... Uh, they have very good training. They go to school. They learn these things. They have they have a better they have a better uh, uh, teaching system. Uh, you know they have they have a better opportunity. But that doesn't mean you can't learn yourself. It just takes it might be a little bit harder for you. It might take a little bit longer. But uh, if the determination there, if the you know if the desire is there, the will. Uh, you know, I don't think there's anything you can't do. This is my opinion. You know, uh, you know, I, I'm planning on doing, you know, some good things. Well, great things. Once I get this uh, Starship up and going, because it's the Starship Enterprise with Captain James T. Kirk. <laughs> you gotta love it, man. Well, and I think back too, not not to digress us any further, but I think back too when I was in fifth and sixth grade when Star Wars came out, in that very first episode, the the Han Solo, the Millennial Falcon, you know how he pulled this crew together in this Millennial Falcon, and, and he went to all these different 
planets and universes and worlds and privately contracted for huh. for business and for work. And he he you know did what he and needed they call to it, do. And they call that a free agent. Yeah. And uh, you know, I, I, there's some words and phrases you very rarely come across in law, but when you do, they're they're eye opening. So, you know, you have a free agent, right? You know, before you were an agent, now you're a free agent, okay? Mm-hmm. So you're, allowed to, you're, you're allowed to sign on with any company you want, with any state that you want, with any country that you want, okay? If they'll have you, of course. Um, or you might be one of those guys in a million that say, screw this, I'll start my own company. Now this is this is now this is something that uh, some of the other companies don't like because there's another company here that means what more competition. Competition. Yeah. They don't like competition, do they? No, they don't. Well, this guy comes is coming to compete. All right, you know this guy ain't going to roll over and knock out and die. Yeah, but you know you might not you might knock me down, but I'm gonna get back up. I'm gonna keep getting back up until 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 I achieve that which you know I've set my will to. And I'm telling you guys, everything everything I've ever read in law, although it's uh, really come, you know, um, undoubted to me or uh, you know been proven to me up to this point, uh, everything that I've read in law says we have all the power. All we got to do is you know focus, be determined. And do what we got to do. The law gives us a right to print and coin money, believe it or not. When you're reading the laws, when it says the state government, when it says, you know, the government or the state, they're talking about you. When they talk about the several states of the American Union, they are not talking about just merely the 50 states. They're talking about each and every state or estate that is connected to that uh, that bank or that bench, which is a branch or, you know, from the root or from the tree. They look forward to the day when you can make your own money. You see what I'm saying? Because the whole object is, is to have maximum maximum employment, uh, minimum, minimum uh, um, discrepancies, this is what makes a great a country great when everybody's going, well, not everybody will work for somebody, and some people will work for somebody before they work for somebody else. So the, so the law, the new order of the ages, this is why, you know, you're not going to get me to dog government, just some of the people who hold office, who don't do their job, and instead, you know, the things that they're the law. Those guys are assholes. Um, but, uh, you know, you're not going to hear me argue about this the, the way the system is set up. The system is set up great. Uh, and if you learn how to do banking, you'll be a banker, and you might even be good at it. Remember, a bank is any person engaged in the business of banking. So if you have a bank account, guess what you are? You're a banker. You're a banker and a bank. Now, when you, when you look at why you're going down to the courthouse, which is the bank, 
we, we think of organizations and individuals and natural persons or whatever this, but let's be honest, when it comes to debt, it's, it's this bank owing this bank. You see? Yeah. Well, wouldn't you like to have a bank with a big old zero balance? <laughs> yep. And then, of course, you know, this is where you talk about the master master account and the uh, uh, the zero balance account. And, of course, when we talk about the master account, that's going to be in the account that you keep. You just got to make, you got, when you send that check out there, you got to make sure it comes back into your hole. You see what I'm saying? So that it doesn't bounce or it doesn't get returned or it, it hits. It's just like a pool, like when you do a bank shot. Why do you think they call it a bank shot, Brian? Do you know what I'm saying? Everything yeah, is related. Um, and uh, I hang on. I have that. Um, I actually have that written down from last week when we talked about that. Yeah. Um, See, look, look. They have these bulls or these balls. And that's the birth certificates, all right? The first yeah. thing they do is they rack them up. Get it? And they rack them up into a pool or mutual fund pool, okay? Okay. Well, the, the 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 game of pool is based on the birth certificates. That's your ability to take those instruments and put them in the hole. Okay. You know, uh, to me, it's in all the games. You see, football, baseball, basketball, basketball. You always hit the bank shot, right? Right. You know, you know, we're sitting there. You're dribbling, man. You go up for the jump shot. You know, and if you're good enough, you call it. You either call it off the board or bank, right? You know, I used to do it all the time, man, playing basketball. Because I go up to take that jump shot when I knew I was going to use the backboard, I would always go bank. But you, you know, when I grew up, you had to call your shot. All right. Last week we talked about that as being a canceled check or a voided check. Well, a uh, cancel void check, check is a check, check that's cleared. cleared. We call yeah, that that's a bank a, that's, shot. That's a check that's cleared. Mm-hmm. All right, that's not the bank shot or the return check. See, the return check, I give you a check, you give it to Amy, Amy gives it to Robin. Robin says, uh, he's broke, sends back the check. Amy sends it back to you. You come back to me and say, hey, man, this check bounced. Now, when that check clears, it's that there's enough funds in the account uh, Robin's going to say, "Oh yeah, he's got plenty of money in there," and he, she's going to cl- she's going to take a stamp. And she's going to put "paid" or "canceled" on it, and that is proof that that check was paid. Once she takes her stamp on there and stamps it "canceled" or "paid," it's a done deal. The check's cleared. You see, and that's what they mean by clearing the check. And the only thing that has to do to clear the check is for it not to be returned when he. The whole key moment is when it, when that check gets to Robin. She's either going to accept it or she's going to deny it, right? Right. Right? If she accepts, accepts it, that check has cleared. If she denies it, that check will be returned or bounced. Okay? 
Okay, so where are you at this point? Uh, are you a, are you here's a clearinghouse? Here, here's, here, here's where I'm at. I've established my DBA. I just ordered my checks today. Uh, and what I'm what I'm doing is I, I order four different kinds. I'm trying four different ways, you know, with the routing numbers and stuff. And on the checks, I put payable through the Supreme State of Grace, P.O. Box, whatever it is, you know, then my address, you know, just like, you know, wherever I want that P.O. Box to come to, right? P.O. Box, you know, 49, Sardinia, Ohio, right? So I put payable through the Supreme State of Grace, P.O. Box 29, Sardinia, Ohio, 45171. Now, when I write that check out, right, and I deposit it into one of my other bank accounts, right? Follow me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, when I deposit, let's say, you know, once I get these checks, I write this check out, and I wouldn't do this until I made sure it cleared myself before I would send it to you because we don't want no problems with none of your bank accounts, right? Yeah. So you want to open up a different bank account to test this through before you actually mess with yours, okay? Okay. So don't nobody do this on their banking accounts, okay? Yeah. If, you do, if you're well, going to try it, go open up another banking account online where you can deposit checks online and try it that way. And if you lose the bank account, it's no big deal. You still have your real bank account, okay? But you really want to do it in a business name, don't you? Not in doing business as. Well, uh, I, I the personal account, I get... You know how a check is rolled out, right? It's got your name up top, the bank name down at the bottom, right? Yeah. Right. All right. You're gonna you're gonna do it the same exact way, except at the bottom, instead of the bank down the street, how about the bank at your house? Right. And you do this by putting payable through your DBA. And remember, you can you can, you can go online right now and get a get a a, a DBA as you know, Brian's Bank. Brian's Bank and Trust. And right. and where do you do that? Because I heard about Minnesota filing DBA paperwork through them. You can go to the IRS website and get it. And if you if you pay close attention on their little questions there, you can actually you know fill out the right ones uh, where you don't have to worry about taxing. You know taxes. Unless, of course, you're engaged in certain activities, but you're not going to be engaged in those activities because you're not taking, quote-unquote, income. Uh, All your shit's going to be outgoing. Get it? Gotcha. (laughs) It's just nice, ain't it? (laughs) You know, I don't, you know, income. I don't have no income, but, you know, but you're living in a million-dollar house and, uh, you know, you're living on 300 acres, right? But you don't have no income. That's because it's all outgoing. Get it? Yeah, yeah. So you put payable through your DBA with the post office box, and the ideal is this, is that you have to figure out uh, what routing numbers it takes for, for you to get that check into your post office box. If you send it right out a check, no matter where you send it or send it to, and that thing ends up back in your post office box, you are good to go. You are fucking ready to rock. 
And this is the gift that the Bible speaks of, of our inheritance. If we seek knowledge and understanding above all things, we'll get there. How many preachers do you know actually carry cash, or do they all actually carry checkbooks? Hmm, right? Maybe they know something you don't. Maybe they spend an awful lot of time reading law books of the Bible. Because you can look at that Bible one way, but I'm telling you, I read that Bible in a whole other way. And I can't help it if some people don't agree with the way I, you know, I I hear it. You're not going to change my mind. I know what that book's about. It's all about achieving your inheritance, getting the power that that God bestowed to you as soon as you pull your head out of your ass. That's that's a pun, by the way. I don't mean actually nobody, you know, it's actually, you know, what was first should be last, what should last should be first. That's called the heads and tails. You pin the tail on the donkey, dead men tell no tails. Come, Mr. Taliban, tally my bananas. Phew, I thought I was going to have to pull my hat out of my ass again. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, if you've done it once, you should be good to go. But like I said, as far as the check goes, we want that horse always to come back home. Get it? Yeah, the ghost horse instrument is, is a peculiar type of animal. On think my about, birth certificate, so, go ahead. I, don't have any, I don't have any routing numbers. Well, are you sure? I, are you sure? As far as I can tell, I have right, a serial well, number for the piece of Oh, what's of paper. the serial number? What's the serial number? I mean, don't even tell me what it is. How, how many? How many numbers are there? Nine. Nine. Well, that's exactly the number of uh, numbers you need for ABA number. They are um, sequential, though. So, like I've got three copies, and I got. Uh huh. The, the that's, okay. That's, on that, there. That, that's okay, because every account is. When you go down here and open up a, a, a checking account, it's sequential. The person behind you is going to get the account number, one above you. You see what I'm saying? So for each birth certificate you pay for, it's actually a separate account? I would say. If it's a unique it's a separate... number... It's going to be a, a a unique account, right? And we look at this just like you know. Just, I'm glad you brought this up because you know one thing I noticed when I was opening up accounts at banks is that they were issuing me the numbers, the account numbers in sequence, sequential. Okay. So I opened up okay. like uh, you know uh, two checking accounts, two savings accounts, and a CD deposit account with Ally Bank. Uh, I opened up five accounts there. And I could tell that those accounts were issued sequentially. You see what I'm saying? Now, we've got to remember that the bank account number is not the routing number. The bank account number is your account number. Matter of fact, that is the right. bank number. That is the bank number. Now, what you need to do is uh, uh, go find, uh, I think it's brainjar.com. ABA validation, and put your number there and see if it comes back okay. What was the site? Brain Jar. Brain Jar. Yeah. It's got a lot of, uh, you know, it's got a lot of little helpful t- uh, tidbits and hints in there. Uh, but like I said, you got to really, are you really understanding what's being said? Don't just blow over it. 
Don't lead too fast. Lead real slow. Chew your food. Take it off in little bites. Oh, you thought they were talking about hamburgers and hot dogs, didn't you? No, they're talking about how you read. You take it, you chew, and take little bites, and you chew on it. That's how you get good digestion. You know, like reader yeah, digest. I'd be good about that, huh, Robin? <laughs> I don't even want to know. I don't even want to know. I'm a slow reader. Right. I'm well, sure. uh, well, that's the way I see it. But I also understand that uh, there's a whole other language code that is saying something totally different than what most people are reading it. You know, most people, there's a code within the code, within the code of the writings, if you will. There's a language within the English language. And this language within the English language is the same language that is in every language. But there's not no word or no language spoken that does not know it. It's there. It's it's it, whether you, you know. The other day, I'm sitting there and I'm doing some research, and I, next thing I know, I'm on this page and I'm sitting there reading it, and I'm about you know through three paragraphs there, and and before I know it, I, I you know I'm sitting there and goes, holy shit, I'm sitting here reading German. The page was in German. But see, even though the German language looks different and everything, if I stick to what I know about the old language, it's the same thing. That that the old language is in. English, it is in Germany, it is in French, it is in Latin, it is in Hebrew. It's just a play on the vowels in the the, the, uh, the language, and there's a few letters that you could change, uh, like the double D's and double T's. Um, the X makes a sh uh, uh, or a k sound. Uh, the there's different ways to pronounce those letters. You see what I'm saying? For instance, we say public, right? Well, public and publish is the same word. It's just in how you pronounce it. It's just that one group of people decided to use the C and another group of people decided to use the SH. But it's the same word. Like church, how how many ways can you spell church? And in Ireland or in Scottish and over there, they they use Kirk, but it's not Kirk. It's actually pronounced church. They just spell it with a K R K instead of C H U R C H. It's the same word though. Does everybody understand what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Okay. So so you recognize the letters that can be changed. Now we know that the K can make the C H sound. You see what I'm saying? So when you're sitting there reading, you got to throw out, throw that, throw that shit that you taught you in school, throw it out the window and listen. And pay it, once you know that, uh, uh, what those letters actually could be, you know, uh, it tells a whole different story, just like in that Bible. Okay, right. I'm listening. I would like you to tell me how uh, give me an example of what would be what what I would have on a my if I take the authority and make my own driver's license. Tell me what I would have on it or ID for when I'm traveling. I mean, right? Well, 
You know, only God can create man, right? Yep. All right. You know, I once heard a guy say, you know, he was telling a joke about, uh, you know, uh, some scientists over there saying, hey, we can create man too. And God said, oh, you can, right? And so uh, God goes there, he creates a man, and the guys uh, are over there, and they got this dust, and they're sitting there trying to create a man. And, Jesus, you know, God comes over and says, hey, guys, get your own dirt. Hmm. Yeah. Get it? Yeah. All right, so first thing you got to have before you create any persons or any personhoods or offices or anything is what you got to have. The raw materials. The dirt or the land. The land is not the soil beneath your feet. It is the birth certificate. It is a parcel of land. So when they talk about the supreme law of the land, they're talking about birth certificates or the persons associated therewith. You know, because... Not all lands have been appropriated. And that's another word you guys might want to check out, appropriations. Because he who has a possession of the thing is the owner until proven otherwise. Good title is, you know, uh, possession is good title when no other title appears. So when we talk about Title uh, deeds and uh, what we talk about, what we refer to as counter deeds. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Either that birth certificate is mine or it is not mine. There is no in between or anything about it. You see what I'm saying? Who does it belong to? Yeah. Does that belong to you or does that belong to me? Because it's got my name on it. You see what I'm saying? Yep. And you get you take you take that position on everything, you know. Uh, when we when they're talking about state, you got to understand that they're not talking about what you think they're talking about unless they specifically designate the state of the United States or a state of this or state of that. Uh, when they say state, they're just speaking generically of the estate. And the reason that uh, we are subject to them, or at least they, they believe we are, and in a lot of cases we are legally, um, is that uh, we haven't done the things that we need to do. You say you're a big boy, well get your shit and get the fuck out. Right? Right. You're, you're a big boy now. You, you said you can do it. Get, get your shit and get out. <clears throat> uh, I'm up in Delaware for a, um, a funeral. I have uh, an uncle that just passed and one of the stories that they're relating at the memorial service, and I've heard it several times growing up, is um, this uncle was quite a bit older than uh, than his other brothers uh, by about 11 years. So when he got out of high school, um, he was working a little bit. He was not happy with the situation, and, and he didn't really have a career direction. So he decided, I'm going to go into the Navy. I'm going to learn a career, I'm going to see the world, you know, whatever they were advertising at the time. Right. When he got back home and got out of the Navy, he came back to his parents' house. And the the first week that he was home, um, that weekend, he had gone out. Because, you know, he's used to four years, he's been living on his own, living in the Navy. So he comes in about 2 o'clock in the morning or so on, on a Sunday morning. So after my grandfather got up, he pulled him aside and he said, look, he said, I understand, you know, you're a grown man, you've been out on your own, but 
he said, you got three younger brothers living in this house. And he said, I need you to be a good example for them. So as long as you're going to live in this house, you're going to have to be in at a decent hour, reasonable hour, and be a good example for them. And my uncle understood that. He said, uh, I get it. Light went on. He went out the next day and got himself an apartment. He moved out. That's what we got to do. Yeah. You know, in, in relationship to, you know, Congress. You know, the House. Yep. Well, that's what I'm doing myself, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm building my own house. It ain't done yet. Some people might look at it and say, man, that looks like shit. <laughs> but I'm building well, my house, and I'm trying to one, get the electric going. You see what I'm saying? One could say that what you're doing is unifying your upper and lower house. Sure. Absolutely. I would put it just like that. I'm making the two one. Mm-hmm. All right, I went on brain jar, and those numbers don't work. Put all nine, just nine of them in. Yep. And I, I put don't know. the three, three in sequence. So, yeah, and there's no, there's no. The only other number is a state file number, which is only five digits. Right, and I, and, and I know that it's all a matter of putting those three, four, and five-digit numbers together. You want to know how but, I know I that? Mean, even if I find you, you, you something want, you want that works. Yeah, you want to know how I know that, though? How? The Lego movie. <laughs> <laughs> and at, at the end of that movie, when he finally gets it, he just starts throwing numbers together. Uh, now, if you guys know anything about magic squares, you know anything about magic squares? I'm not sure that I know what magic squares are. All right. Well, and, and some of the Freemasonry uh, um, pictures and things that you see, paintings and um, I forget what they call them, uh, tapestries they make there. Uh, but you'll see this. You'll see this little, um, and it looks like three pieces of paper together with the tops of the piece of paper together so that it forms a center triangle that's open. So, so imagine, if you will, you took three pieces of paper and you put them corner to corner, okay? Okay. All right. Well, the, that, that is symbolic of the, the, uh, the, the magic squares, putting the three magic squares together. You have the three, okay, which is three by three. That's nine, okay. You have the nine square magic square. You have the sixteen square magic square, and you have the twenty-five uh, magic square. Um, if you go, you know, this is the direct relation. If you and if you understand how the circuitry works, you know, you understand that uh, it's a mix of numbers. Um, most of your account numbers and things follow a specific sequence or a specific formula. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, it's usually seven digits, nine digits, uh, 12 digits, or 16 digits in most cases. Well, the reason is is because all, all those can be made from those numbers, from three numbers plus four numbers plus five numbers. 
you have three plus four is seven, four plus five is nine, um, three plus four plus five is twelve, and these are how the numbers or the math magic the math magicians. That's what I'm gonna call them, start calling them the math magicians. Um, <laughs> you know, they they, they they put the system together where you know you, you, just like when you were a kid, you got to put the puzzle together. You don't um, think the these guys, guys number came, actually worked. Your social security number? Yep. That one came back as valid. Well, maybe that's in your state. Maybe that's what suffices as your ABA number. Because, look, every financial institution has at least one routing number. And I'm going to tell you that your birth certificate is a financial institution. It has all it has all the elements of a business trust. They have all the elements of a, a, a what we call an agency trust, where the state acts as guardian for a child or a minor until he comes of age. When does he come of age? When he obtains control of his person. When he gains control of his finances, then he's of age. And, you know, gaining control of your birth certificate is uh, getting control of your person and uh, putting the numbers together or at least completing it. It doesn't make a difference how you, how you do it. But if you can send that check out and it comes back to your mailbox, you're good to go. See, that's the absolute proof you're the bank. That is absolute proof that you have deposited a lot of shit in that head of yours from which you can draw credit from. You, know, you got you got that inside your head there. That is a that is a, a depository. Hey, buddy, let me tell you, boy, I got a lot of shit deposited up there. <laughs> All right, I just took my driver's license number. Uh-huh. And I had to. It's only seven digits, so I had to add a few on the end. Right. And I'm able to find a combination that works. Yep. And this well, is remember the way what it works. What KW said in the beginning is um, one of those key pieces is the two-digit number that represents your state. Yeah, now, your state, uh, Federal Reserve that state, region. That state could be Connecticut because that's where your registered organization was organized. Right. Or it could be Alabama because that's where it's been transferred to. Right. Now, I wanted to bring up real quick, It's it's been just a little over an hour, um, and this is all very informative, but do we do we want to redirect the discussion now towards what we um, originally were talking about tonight's conversation well, is going to be on? Well, we can talk about the agent's lien. Uh, I believe she said something about that, how to, how to do that, right? Yeah. Um, I wanted to share a couple things first, if that's okay. Um yeah, like I just this. wanted to try and keep us on track, so I just figured I'd bring that up now at this point since we've been into it an hour. Okay, yeah, you're right. Um, just um, the uh, the taxing folks sent uh, certified mail to the agent at the uh, the the former registered agent at the former registered office, <laughs> and right. um, 
It's a little ambiguous, sweetie. Be be a little more specific so we all know what's going on. (laughs) (laughs) I think she's being pretty specific. Okay. I understand. I understand. Okay. As long as everybody understands. I I was there, so I know what she's talking about. Right. (laughs) And so the the postman knocked at the door and uh, wanted me to sign. I said, "Uh, I'm going to refuse that. He's like, okay. So... That was my first act as a non-registered agent to send that right. back. Now, see, now you got to remember when I talk about resigning. Uh, I'm always, I'm also, I'm talking about resigning as agent, not resigning, quote unquote, the agency. Yeah. All right. See, it's all about your capacity. Everybody starts out on the ground floor. You got to climb the corporate ladder. That means at one some point in time, you're going to take over that company. That's what they want. That shows you've been, you know, you're you're one of the bright ones. You see, you get a little so little, little what, star by your name. Well, what what kind of action can they do at this point if I've re- rejected well, service? Well, if if, if if my situation is anything, they can't do a goddamn thing to you. Like KW said, it's about you acting, starting to act in a certain way, and then having the proof to back up what you're doing in case they question right. you. Right. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Look, I could care less about anybody's opinion. I really could. I know what I have. I know what the law is. I know what documents I have. I know what I've done. I can prove what I've done. I can prove what that is, what that is, and what that is. Uh, so, you know, you're, you know. The only way they're going to come after you is if, you know, like I said, it's Big Brother. Telling you, you better not do that. You better not do that. Now, sometimes Big Brother's looking out for you. He really is. But sometimes he's just being an asshole. He's going to give right? you a noogie. Right, yeah, he's going to give you a wedgie. We don't want no wedgies. Matter of fact, we're tired, we're tired of dealing with Chet. Yeah. You know, our Big Brother. You ever Back watched, the uh, well, Weird Science? Oh, yeah, 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 that's right. You know, uh, with John Paxson as Chet. Uh-huh. <laughs> he was an asshole, right? Oh, yeah. Well, well, that's why they called the police the Brotherhood. Uh, they had the blue code. Uh, you know, there's some great guys there. Uh, but every once in a while, there's there's some asshole that takes advantage of his position and uses it, calls himself color law to inflict damage on someone else, which is totally unlawful. Um. As far as the resigning as agent, you're just simply resigning that position. Mm-hmm. All right, then you're going to assume another position in respect to that organization, to that agency. See, that agency has been the master of you. Yep. Well, let's turn the tables. We want to be the master of it, to be the master of our own destiny, to be the master of our own world, uh, and, and stop letting other people narrate or you know write down chapter, verse, and title how we are, we are going to live our lives. Because one thing that I've noticed for sure, you know, that is that men without guns will always be slaves to men with guns. I don't care who you are, where you come from. That, that's a true statement. We also have to understand that uh, the whole the whole thing is about your money. 
And if you ever get your hands on it, see, the, the, you know, the money, here's the way I'm looking at it. The money is not out there. The money's right in here. It's just a matter of getting it delivered into the world so that that okay. world spring opens up, you know? Okay. Can I resign and leave it all behind and be left alone? Well, Yeah. But you, you might you might have some difficulty. I would not say uh, leave it behind. But how about let's transform it? Let's transfigure it, just like Jesus did. Into what? And how would you do that? How about into a how about into a charity for feeding home uh, feeding uh, you know hungry children? Okay, how would I go about doing that? Well, first thing you got to do is get a hold of your power, and that's the, the current, the volt, energy. You're not going to do shit without energy, okay? You see what I'm saying? Or at least you're very limited. Uh, for instance, uh, right now, if you wanted to start a charity for uh, hungry children, uh, how much money can you afford to spend on it, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, what if? what if? Uh, you had an open wellspring coming straight from God that you could draw money whatever you want, as long as it was as long as it was due to do good and help feed hungry children. Would that be awesome? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that gets us back to the check thing. When you can get that check to come back to your post office box, you are good to go. You are now the bank. You are now pass the bar. And when you pass the bar, it's not necessarily that you go into law. When you pass the bar, you become a big boy now. goes all the way back to ancient Egypt. The, the, the young children used to wear little braids on the front of their head. And as long as that child had that braid on the front of his head, it makes a difference how old he was. It was only the matter of his age. But as long as somebody did business with uh, anyone, it doesn't make a difference if he was 12 years old or if he was 45 years old. As long as he had that thing on his head, you knew that he doesn't get it yet. He's a, he's a minor. He's a child. He hasn't, he hasn't become of age yet. He doesn't know. So, you had, you, you know, so if you entered into business with that child, uh, you knew that as soon as that child come of age, He could void every transaction. Why? Because he had no understanding of what was really going on. You know, I heard on a couple of your talk shows where somebody said that, you know, they wrote, uh, they got letters back from the um, Social Security Administration and they said that you can't. Well, most of the the ones that I've seen that got back from the Social Security Administration, they had no signatures. Yeah. Well, you know, I went through an experience where um, I left the world for a while, and upon coming back, I discovered that I didn't have a birth certificate anymore. And because I didn't know any of this stuff at the time, I went to get, get and got another one, and they issued me another one. Right. It isn't the same one that was original. 
That's fine. Uh, see, look, in their system, okay, mm-hmm. they uh, have a, a system where things travel through. It's it's electric, okay, just like an electron. If you think about how an electron passes through a copper wire. That's why Abraham Lincoln is looking to the right instead of to the left like all the other presidents of coin. That's why the penny is made out of copper, the most conductive metal uh, that they make coins out of. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. All right. Well, it depends. You know, just take, just understanding that the reverse of things. Okay. You know, we say one, two, three, four. Right. We yeah. read a, a number that says one, two, three, four. But did you know that uh, that number can also be read four, three, two, one, depending on what language you're speaking. So always looking at the reverse of things and the flip. Of things. See, look, in gymnastics, the first move that any gym- gymnast learns how to do is to what? <laughs> how about a cartwheel? Oh, okay. Yeah. How about a cartwheel? What is a cart? Well, that's what they refer to as a charter or a card. And you guys know what the wheel is, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so the, and it's the same way in, in everything. Everything, sword fighting, uh, gunplay, it's all the same shit. Uh, the next trick you're going to learn is what they call the backflip. Get it? You know, flip it over to birth certificate. Gotcha. Hmm. The, 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 they don't call it this stuff. For, for the reason, matter of fact, when I was growing up, I, w- I was never a gymnast, but you know, so, some of the kids were. Some of the kids were great at it, and they used to always they used to call, always call it the backflip, the back no. <laughs> and I'm telling, what I'm saying is, is that there's a reason why they call it that, because it's a direct reference to the birth certificate, as everything is. Everything is slapping you in the face with the birth certificate. You just don't realize it. And when I say everything, I mean everything. It's always right there. Like, you know, I was watching White Lightning with Burt Reynolds. Watch that, Brian. Oh, yeah, that was another old one. I haven't seen that for years. Okay, well, there's a spot where uh, uh, Burt Reynolds and uh, the other guys getting out, and they're going, they pull up to the court. They say, well, let's go down to the courthouse and find out, you know, because Burt Reynolds, somebody, the sheriff, killed his brother. He, mm-hmm. he wants retribution. He wants revenge. So they drive down to the courthouse. They pull up in front of the courthouse, and Burt Reynolds says, hey, is this the courthouse? And the other guy says, no, that's the pool hall. The courthouse is across the street. And they start walking across the street right into the bar. Uh-huh. Get it? Yeah, across the bar. Now, pay, pay attention to that. Not only, like, even in Dirty Harry and other cowboy pictures and shit, pay attention to what's being said. It's all right there. And what we're talking about uh, is, uh, is, like I said, is getting your ability to understanding what your power is. And even though you, you uh, want to drive the big old battleship, you may not be qualified to operate that battleship yet. And your administrators or the people who's in charge of things they're sitting, sitting there saying, no, uh, KW is not ready yet. 
This is what we mean by being mature or major or majority, a major, a magi, magi straight, majesty, magic. You know how many times the word magic appears in Black's Law? No. A bunch. <laughs> is that a number? <laughs> <laughs> Um, but, but it's you know it's just like oh, when they talk about endorsements, it says any one of a number of magical phrases, uh, you know, do you put on the back of a check? Okay, well, magical phrases. What the hell are you two people talking about? It's a it's a, it's a check. What do you mean magical phrases? Well, magical phrases is like pay to the order of, cancel upon deposit, for deposit only. Void if endorsed. Cancel it, upon deposit. I like that. You like that one? That, that's copyrighted. Just so you know. Okay. That that sounds I'm, like I'm, a. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm just. I'm just. But you see what I'm saying? That sounds like a. Uh, self that sounds like a winner, don't check. it? Yeah. That sounds like a winner, winner chicken dinner, don't it? Uh huh. Payday. See, the, the 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 bank down the street is not only a bank and operates as that bank holding company. Now, now most of the people that you actually do business with are not banks, but they're bank-holding companies. And the reason they're bank-holding companies is because they're holding your bank. Let me say it, it again. Let me say it again. Most of the companies that you do banking with are not banks. They're bank-holding companies, such as Bancor. They hold banks. They're holding your bank or your bank account. The bank number is the account number. The, the account number is the bank. That bank is being held by a service provider who provides electronic uh, uh, clearing services. They call that a bank holding company. So since you don't know how, and, and then don't feel bad because I don't know either. I mean, I know how, but I just don't have the skills to do it. Uh, you set you up a website. Uh, you get it hosted. Uh, you upload your accounting software to the website. Uh, you, you, you connect your smart card to the website. Uh, then, then when you go out here to Walmart, whatever, when you put your card into the bank slot, it calls your computer, and it, your computer authorizes that payment. Now, would you like to do that? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, that's what I say, because, because now you got the power. You know, by the power of grace call, I have the power, right? So it goes all the way back to cartoons, the Transformers, the X-Men. Uh, you talk about the X-Men. Uh, well, they're talking about the cross-out men, uh, which is why you have the rebel flag. It has a cross on it. Um, there, there, there are so many things I wish I could just, you know, download into your brain, like, you know, but... Uh, some of this stuff would take a long time to discuss, but as far as flags go, when you think of when you look at a flag, think of a check. When you look at a flag, think of your birth certificate. Think of the thirteen stripes as not red and white, but representative of red and white, and the thirteen stripes are uh, 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 symbolic. For instance, let me let me explain. Uh, you take a check that is three and a half inches by eight and a half inches, right? Mm-hmm. What's commonly called a business check, right? Well, if you divide that check into half and stake, you have seven columns or seven rows. You see what I'm saying? 
you know, there's there's two half inch in each inch. You have three and a half inches. So that's seven rows or seven stripes. Get it? Your check should only have seven stripes. Matter of fact, I'm telling you guys, when you put your when they put those checks in the computer, that's how the computer reads it as columns and rows. It's called the field. Goes all the way back to ancient Egypt. This is why I say that either history is bullshit or computers existed that long ago because everything is based on the field, uh, which is the columns and the rows, which is the game grid, or should I say the grid. Everybody wants off the grid? The grid they're talking about is not the electrical grid. The grid they're talking about is the electronic grid to the power, where they control how much money you have, where they control everything about you. Okay? Got it. So, so when you, when you, even when you do ACH payments for banks and companies, you know, I, you know I, like I said, I haven't completed it yet, but I'm learning. Um, the fields that you put in there on the ACH is created just like a checkerboard or uh, columns and rows. One column says date. Next column says amount. Next column says balance. Next column says, you know, internal code, whatever. Then, then of course, as you go down the rows, that's the transactions. When you look at that check, think about gridding that check off, okay? And break it into three columns and seven rows. And the reason it's three columns and seven rows is because on flags, See, see, see. This is this is something that uh, uh, that a lot of people don't know. They probably never even thought about it, and if they read about it, they certainly didn't catch it. Uh, is that flags? Did you know that depending on where things are on the flag tells you about that company or that country or that nation or state? I think you get some of that information like off of heraldry. Heraldry, the way yes. knights used to yes, set up sir. their shields and their standards. Yes, yes, sir. As a matter of fact, the word flag means the standard. Standard, yep. That's right. And, and as far as I'm concerned, the standard is the United, you know, the flag of the United States of America. That's what I pledge allegiance to. I didn't pledge allegiance to Barack Obama or Donald Trump or any other agent or agency of government. I pledge allegiance to that standard. We the people. And those ten, and those ten things they call the Bill of Rights. As far as I'm concerned. Uh, if you're if you work for government, that is your Ten Commandments. I don't give a shit if you believe in Jesus Christ, Buddha, uh, or whatever. If you work for government, that is your Ten Commandments. And if you break them, you, you need to pay for it because you know you know it as well. You know you don't go breaking into somebody's home with guns, telling somebody, "Well, we heard you had we we heard you we heard you guys were smoking a joint." <laughs> right, go there to go in with fucking tear gas and shit. You know, shooting through the windows or whatever. They, you know, they're insane. They they like the war games. They're, you know, there's always that group of guys who likes to do that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They just like it. They get off on it. You know, uh, they have a they have a, a a symptom for you know a medical phrase for it. You know. Um, KW. One other thing I wanted to mentioned tonight um, with uh, Don's case if he doesn't mind me mentioning it Don um, he 
got uh, was indicted for two felonies, basically for filing a lawsuit against uh, some people that uh, erroneously right. gave him a ticket. Well, well I. Uh, well, I was just going to say that. Um, so he he had uh, resigned as registered agent. He sent them notice of his resignation. They had sent him some notice of a, a court date, which he, you know, returned to them and said, hey, you know, I gave you notice. So I, I checked on the computer on the case, and there was supposed to be an arraignment last month. But there was, you know, it just nothing's happening with the case. It's just kind of sitting there. He didn't, he didn't go to court, so there's no warrant for his arrest. There's no... You know, activity, well, it, no motions, what, it, no nothing. It's what's called it's what's called in scientific terms suspended animation. Yeah. All right. Uh, like I said, you got to look at it like the Big Brother. They don't want you. Think of it like this: all these courts, the police officers, they all offer services. Okay, every single one of them. They don't produce anything, so they're in the service industry. That's why they call them the armed services. Are you in the service? Mm-hmm. The reason, but that's because they provide services, okay? Yep. So what happens, no, no company that provides services likes to see its clients go elsewhere, do they? Nope. Same concept here. It's this big brother telling you, you better not do it. You better not do it. And you're like, man, get the fuck, you know, excuse me, language. I'm trying to work on that, guys, by the way, so forgive me. Um, you know, get out of my way. I, I'm, I'm, go- I'm, I'm out of here. And, of course, there's going to be somebody that stands in that door, and they're going to try to punk you out. They're going to try to put fear of God in you to see if you're really ready or you really have that will to go out there and do it yourself. You've always heard you got to go out there and make a name for yourself. you got to make your mark. Put your mark on the world, not theirs. And this is what you see with every company and every company logo. And I'm telling you guys that every company, from the United States of America to, to Dell Computers to Microsoft, was founded on the things that we talked about with the banking tonight and the birth certificate. Those companies are self-sufficient. They create their own money. Yes, they invest it. They buy things, and, and sometimes that goes south and it hurts them. But, uh, but the fact that they have the ability to cause current uh, is what gives them the power to grow and, and, and do all these things. Uh, Microsoft was started where? in a garage. Know that. Two guys in a garage, and look what they built. So the fact that the case is basically just sitting there, they're not doing anything with it, is there... Let let, let it sit there and tell Don, go do whatever whatever he's got to do. Just be careful, uh, or should we say, be very specific when he talks to people. Yeah, you ever, like for for instance, here's here's the thing for you guys to do tomorrow. Call call up to the bank tomorrow and say, hey, yeah, I'm the bank. 
And they're going to say, what, 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 right? So by the definitions in the Uniform Commercial Code, the Electronic Funds Transfer Act, Check 41 Act, Code of Federal Regulations, and uh, the Federal Reserve Act, as amended, actually defines any person engaged in the business of banking is a bank. And this is the trick. This is the trick. See, we, we, when, when I say bank, you automatically think of the building down the street. You're never thinking about you or your computer or your piggy bank that is sitting on the desk. All money comes into existence from account, not the other way around. Before that dollar is ever printed, that dollar existed on an account. And, you know, which we talked about that dollar bill last a little bit last week, didn't we, Brian? Yes, we did. All right. There, there's, some, there's some real good, strange things going on with that dollar bill. And it's all symbolic. Jesus Christ was the king of kings, the check of checks. I don't care what anybody says. Jesus Christ put all his faith and trust in the word. He was a son of the word. He was the word in the flesh, made manifested in the flesh. Aren't you listening to what's being said? Seek ye therefore knowledge and wisdom above all things. Know the word. Know God. Know thyself. And when you know something, uh, Brian, when you know something, Robin, when you know something, Amy, when you know something, is anybody going to change your mind? Nope. No. I want to ask a question. Could you please could you please tell me the anatomy of a identification card? What are the important things to have on it? How about, how about asking, a name? Well, okay. uh, it depends on what kind of identification card you're talking about. Well, I have to have some kind of identification to walk well, around. Uh, it, here, in the, here in the state of Grace, right? Yeah. We have we have our own government. We do things our own way, just like Alabama, just like the state of Texas, just like the state of Ohio. Well, uh, I already have a name for ours. Ours is going to be the uh, state of redemption. Right. Well, okay. I don't want to name it. Okay. No, so we know that the anatomy for um, a driver's license. Do, do you have is, a Do you have a Do you have a regular driver's license? No, if I do not. not. You, 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 well, you can pull up an image of it online, can't you? Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, well, pull up one, an image. Yeah. Well, pull up an image there and see what they have on there. Well, I know. I was here's what I was going to ask you. You know, they have date of birth. I know date of birth is important to all their the birth certificate. So right. I was going to put on mine uh, date of conception. How about this age? And just put okay. eighteen plus. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> that's what I got. That's okay. what I have on mine. Okay, so I have my age. Now, I have a P.O. box. I never have an address. I have no address at my home. Well, that's a, uh, a good thing. Yeah, I, I know. And because, you know, uh, since I'm not an agent, I don't have an agent address. So, and I know that's what's part of, you know, well, why you don't I have, have a re- you don't have a registered office address. No, yeah, I don't have a registered office. And right. I know that's a good reason not to have, an, you know, a home address. 
right. um, and, and I don't, I don't even thing, own a home, according to anybody. Well, well, uh, you are the caretaker and custodian. We really, when it comes down to the truth of the matter, ain't none of us own shit. The only yeah. thing that we can own is the right or title to it. Yeah, and, and simply be by owner, it just means we have the highest title. And, and this, and in this case, uh, you know, in, in this sense, uh, we look at ourselves as the proprietor, caretaker, owner, custodian of that property, not just for the benefit of yourself, but for the benefit of those people that come after you who will enjoy it. Yeah. But as okay, far as looking so. at ID, you you just go look at there and and you. Um, See what's down there, and you, you know how they assign their numbers. Well, you assign your numbers. You're, you're the, you know, you and your people are the uh, legislators of your state. You see? Yeah. Yeah. All right. And it's just a matter of getting getting them to recognize your state. You well, see? the reason I ask this question is because, like things that we've done in the past, like we went and uh, filed the birth certificate after it's been changed and now we're a foreign we're foreign to the United States. We always um, have been. Okay. And once we filed it, then there was a question about oh you may you shouldn't have filed it. In the county record. The county record. Should have filed so I don't what? want to make any mistakes. I don't want to make when I when I write up I wanna see the do's and don'ts well, of well, writing up this? How about this? Until you figure out what's going on, why don't you just ask questions? That's what I'm doing. Oh, All right. Oh, okay. And for instance, for instance, look, if you if you really know how to handle yourself and you know who you are, you can go down there to that DMV, and when they when you put the birth certificate up there, you'll put an affidavit along with it, uh, which is like a, a a set of terms. And when you sign something, you got to know how to sign something. This is why they have the letter X. If you go look up the letter X, the letter X is put by somebody who cannot read or write. Uh, to be signed by the person who's signing for him, right? Uh-huh. Well, you think it's a man or woman, but no, it's not. It's the entity. The entity cannot read and write, you see? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So now when you ever see that X right there, right, you know that's for the entity's signature. So if there's not an X right there and you're signing for the entity, you just put a little X right there and you sign for the entity. That little X says, hey, look, uh, you know, uh, somebody is signing for that person. See, mm-hmm. see and that's just changing the polarity. Uh, whereas before I thought, well, you know, I was thinking, uh, you know, well, that's for some dumbass retarded guy who can't read and write, right? He puts yeah. his X down there, and you signed his name for him. But no, it's actually for the entity. The entity cannot sign that shit. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So you put an X there, which uh, which is the mark, and you uh, sign his name. And then you put comma, then whatever position you're signing a name. It's just like in an agency. When you when you sign, uh, how you sign documents depends on whether you're liable for them or not. Did you know that? Well, I never sign a document unless I sign it as a trustee. Well, that's fine. But how you sign it depends on your liability. Now, trustee, trustees can be held liable. Can they not? Yeah. No. Oh, hell, that's okay, because uh, I want to be liable for my own actions. You see what I'm saying? What's wrong with yeah. that? Mm. 
But if you were signing for, uh, uh, for instance, if you were working for me or I was working for you, let's say I was working for you and you asked me to go down to uh, Atlanta, Georgia and sign a business deal for you, okay? Well, KW, I want to go down there and see, uh, I want you to sell 100,000 coffee cups, right? Yeah. Get that deal. Get that deal signed. We need it. I go down to Atlanta, Georgia. I get there. I I I do my little spiel. I I pitch. I throw out my first pitch. You know, get it. See, that's why the president goes out there and throws his first pitch. See, the president is not George Bush and not Donald Trump or Barack Obama. They are just merely representative of the presidency. You can be the president of the United States. No thanks. <laughs> Right. So, uh, well, it would be the president of your United States, Amy. It would of, be the, of, of, of these United States. The, the yeah. unifying of your head and your body, your mind and your heart. Right. Yeah, yeah and, and it's going to be unification of three, uh, the spirit, mind, and body. Which, by the way, when you, when you look how things, you know, there is – any human being could be a man, whether he be part of a society or not, Okay. Uh, that's the man or um, uh, the the birth certificate person. Whether or not he belongs to society or not, he's a man. All right? Then you have what's called natural persons or persons and artificial persons. Uh, a natural person is considered a man considered according to the rank he holds in society, which gives it entitles him to all the rights and, and obligates him to all the duties and obligations that he owes with respect to that rank in that society. Now, when we combine our, our mind, you know, our living soul, you know, what some people would call the living soul, well, the living soul is where you want to be the sole proprietor, the sole owner, because you're in the soul-air system. I know it sounds crazy, but that's how shit works. So when, it, when you combine the three, we, we, we make the two one because we're already there. It's already in the mix. I, I, I am, I am that I am, I, instead of uh, thing. Well, when you combine the I and we become we along with them, uh, then, we're, then we're unified, uh, which is where you get the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. Uh, when, when they get unified together, as uh, not just your natural person, but your artificial person and yourself, then that's the three. And when, you're, when you know that you're yourself, you know that you could jump in and out between the worlds or you could teleport between the worlds and do what you need to do in each world. This is where you're, you become the master of your own destiny, where you become the master of your own life, of your own decisions, of your own uh, path that you take, you know. Remember how we talked about the tennis players and the judge? Yeah. Well, well, what if you were the guy that was taking the ball up, serving it, you were the guy returning the serve, and you were the guy judging the tennis players? Wouldn't that be awesome? That would be awesome. Because you get to dictate how everything goes. And like I said, as, as far as it concerns me, the Commonwealth of Kentucky, state of Ohio, in the United States, uh, they lost. 
They don't have any authority. No man or woman acting as an officer or employee or agent of the United States has the right or authority to tell me what I can and can't do when it comes to uh, issues between me and the state of Ohio, me and the Commonwealth of Kentucky, and me and the United States. Stop me saying that. That's the law says that. You, in your agent capacity, in your uh, officer capacity, <clears throat> has no power because the United States and the state of Ohio and the Commonwealth of Kentucky lost. They, they violated the law. They have violated the Ten Commandments, as far as in my case, I'm, you know, as far as concerned in my case. Now, in order for someone, the way I see it is, is that in order for someone to even bring a charge against me, they're going to have to bring it in their own name and not under the color of state law. Because as soon as they put that United States outfit on, they just became my employee, my agent, my trustee. Therefore, they're subjecting themselves to my control. As far as I'm concerned. There's a scripture that you brought up a while ago, KW. It's uh, 1 Corinthians 2.15. The spiritual man judges of all things, and he himself is judged by no man. That's right. You ain't going to judge me. You can judge the case. You see what I'm saying? You don't think you're going to judge me. I've been through too much. Ain't no man judging me. God is my judge. And the Bible, the Bible, along with the law, gives you that point once you get there. You see what I'm saying? Yep. It gives you, know, you the I, authority to stand upon. Right. And, you know, I, I, you know, have the power to assume that United States administrator office or position. Why do I have that power? Because they forfeited it when they violated my rights. You guys had your chance to govern me. You screwed up. You get, hey, man, I did pretty good. I actually changed the F word to an S word. So. <laughs> so I'm working hard on that, guys, so forgive me. But uh, you, you see what I'm saying? As far as I'm concerned, as far as it concerns the United States or the state of Ohio, um, it, you know, those names can no longer hurt me. And if you put that clothes on, you're subjecting yourself to my control. Whereas before, you know, I was subject to, to that control. You see what I'm saying? As registered Maybe. agent, we're subject right. to that control because we're the low man right. on the totem pole. Right. And they all and even, though, even though you own the company, the trustees will not allow you to run the company until you're ready to run the company. You, know, you guys watch Batman and Bruce Wayne, don't you? Yeah. Same same shit. This this is what's going on there. And that's what I'm saying you guys could do is take over the company. This company's under new management. I am the owner, sole proprietor, caretaker, custodian, testamentary executor, and administrator of that estate. And I have all my documents to prove it. I have my cart will. I have my will. I have my rock, the Bible. I have the body, the, 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 the corporate body. I have the certificate of life. All that is filled in with, uh, you know, things that I put on those documents, uh, seals and whatever have you, 
to make sure that uh, you know this is this is none of your business. And like I said, remember your fire, your fire. All the people that you think are government, right, are merely um, companies that provide services, which has been chartered or okayed by the state legislature or the federal legislature or whatever. But make no mistake about it that all these police departments, medical hospitals, uh, EMT services, they all are just that. They all provide products and services. When you don't need their product and you don't need their service, what power do they have over you? See, this is when you become one. This is when you take your... When you were born, they split your title. We need to make those titles come back together, just like in the ancient uh, uh, myths and stuff, just like the the story of Horus and Osiris. Uh, we we got to bring those pieces back together to make them holy again. Okay? And we do that by uniting the legal title with the beneficial title. Now, what that does is create perfect title, which is absolute, some call it a lodial title or whatever, but it's perfect. And what that means is no one else has an interest in your property. And when no one else has an interest in your property, ain't no person could sue you or bring a suit against you for it. It's that simple. The only way, you know, a bank doesn't just come to your house and say, hey, we're foreclosing your house. You say, what do you mean? I own it, right? It doesn't work like that. The only reason that bank could come and claim any interest in that home or whatever property it is is because they have an interest in it, and that interest is usually what's called a beneficial interest, uh, just like with the, a, a, a purchase of a car or car payments. Uh, uh, that creates a split title in which the car lot owner who has uh, decided to sell you the car, he's given you legal title, and he's kept the equitable title for himself while uh, you pay him back. Once you pay him back for the car, that extinguishes his um, equitable title, and that equitable title now comes back to you. Now you have perfect title to the car. Until you register it. Well, (laughs) it ain't so much the register. Here's what the registering does. The registering does um, involves... When you register something, the state guarantees ownership. You cannot enter into any business transaction, such as a loan or a mortgage, unless your home is registered, publicly, that is. Let me explain. A company that comes into the, to a, your state and does business does not want to give you without some security that their $200,000 is well-placed, meaning that the state is going to guarantee title to that home if it's registered. If the land, the house, the title, whatever it is, is not registered, you will have a hard time finding anyone willing to do business with you concerning that piece of property as collateral. Why? 
because since it's not registered, the state cannot guarantee title to the to the beneficial owner or the the mortgage uh, or whatever. You know. You understand what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, but for some reason, the state seems to think that they have then control over the title. If well, maybe they. Risk. Well, maybe because they're still under depression, they have legal title to it, and maybe they're right. And maybe the reason they still have legal title is because you didn't take it away from them yet. You have okay, united you, your how title. How do you do that? How do you do that? Well, you got your birth certificate. Yep. All right. Go listen to my phone calls. That's well, all I talk about, ain't it? Is the birth certificate. The land. So, have you, yeah, have you guys been like listening? Your, your house. That is your house. That's the upper and the lower house. Depending on which side you're looking at. Right. Okay, so I flip over my birth certificate. I put all my faith and trust in God. Yeah, but do you really, or are you just saying it? No, no, no. And I resign. I'm, I'm again. It's the it's the steps of the process that I'm trying to figure out. Well, all right, right. Well, it's 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 like this. Once you resign as agent, you assume what? Administrator. Right, administrator, executor, etc. Right. Yep. Okay, after you do that, well, the only reason I assumed as the actor acting executor position is because I was unsure about who has an interest in this organization. Yep. You know, I don't want to go claiming something that's not mine, right? Yep. Right? And, yep. And I, we've I don't given know about you, but I don't want to do that. And we've given so, an opportunity for those to come forth. Yes. And no one's come forth. No one come forth, so I'm going to go ahead and say, you know what? Not only am I the administrator and executor, but I am the sole proprietor and owner and perfect title to that property. That property being the birth certificate. Everything, everything, look, look, look. when you think about that birth certificate, uh, hold on to that thing. That's a very, very valuable piece of document there. And the reason is because everything you've ever done in your entire life has been through that name, or just about, right? Right, right. Well, everything that that thing produces, which you're not aware of, is belongs to you. Not because not. the United States uh, doesn't want you to have it and all this. It's because God said so. This is the way the system was set up. If you ever figure it out, you get to reap the harvest. It's not just the land of your soul. It's the land of your soul, but then it's every single thing that has resulted from your efforts. Everything that sprang forth from it. Look, you might you might have made a little drawing when you was in junior high school and just left it on the tape desk one day. Somebody saw that drawing. They took it home, and they said, hey, that's, that's a great drawing. I'm going to market it, and it's being sold, maybe over in China 
you know, $5,000 a pop. Right? Well, you don't know, see? So would you like to know what that estate is worth? I would, but I've never seen an accounting. Well, this is where I say the estate is the bank. That organization, that entity, that agency is a bank. All you have to do is learn how to operate it. They don't give it. Look, they've given you a a, a starship with all the all the all the trimmings, with the latest things on it. You just got to learn how to work it. But until you do learn how to work it, there's going to be a higher officer on that ship making sure you don't. Don't don't you know? Don't warp drive into the fucking planet Earth. You know. All right. So once I mean, again, once you flip over the birth certificate, you resign as registered agent. You and assume and assume. Yes. Then your deed to your house and your land. How does that get converted? Well, this is where you have to. Prove your age. Look, I've said this before. There's two requirements for you to come of age. That's the two bars that you have to pass in order for you to have that absolute perfect title. One is you have to gain control over your person. That's the birth certificate. How do you do that? Well, you just simply beat the bear or the bearer, which is the registrar. Once you accept delivery of the birth certificate, guess what? You've just they're, acquired and obtained control over your person. They're out, you're in. You're, that's right. They're out, you're in. Do they have a birth certificate? When you go to court? No, they don't. Well, let me tell you something. The estate administrator and the estate owner, he has a birth certificate or a certificate of title proving he owns the property. When you go down here to court, what's actually going on is they're trafficking in persons by providing services to you then charging your estate. Now, whether they get it from you or they have to go through the the electronic system to get it, it's okay. They're going to get it. But that's the first step is is to obtain control of that person, which is through the birth certificate. The second one is he must obtain or acquire control of his finances. Once you do those two things, then you're, quote-unquote, of age. Now you're part of the the people, the assembly of the Lord, the legislative power, uh, which are own private state, just like all the other guys. You become a freeholder. Or a free agent. Right. But I'm also a free holder because I'm I'm holding this document here. And that document is land. That's why they talk about parcel weight. That's why they say it's a boy. It's a girl. Well, I'm not a fucking it. I'm not an it. Why do you think they call it Cousin It on Mount, uh, on the uh, Adam Family Show, huh? Because it's the It. It's not a who. It's the It. K, 
can you flip over the deed to your house and endorse the back of that? I, I, well, if you wanted to sell your house and transfer the property of your house, that's how you have to do it, isn't it? Well, they rewrite up a new deed. You're on the, you're signing on the front. Well, everything I've ever, you know, heard as far as title deeds go, um, is that, uh, you know, the assignment always goes on the ash assignment. Get it? I mean, most of the documents I see regarding uh, property transfers and everything uh, involve, uh, you know, the back of the birth certificate. And, and, and this is another thing that you guys might want to look at, library of Sison. Go to, go to YouTube, uh, type in library of Sison. There's going to be some loggers on there, and they're telling you how you get your birth certificate. Yes, they're saying land, twig, and money. But if you listen real closely to what's going on, they're telling you how to gain control of your birth certificate because they're giving it to you. You're just not accepting it. Acknowledge that deed, and you receive all the opportunities that come along with it. Right, yeah. That's, you just gain control over your person. Now you've got to gain control of your finances, which is what we were talking about earlier in the night, is, 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 the, is the check. The money, your money comes from you. That's their money. There's private money, public money. You see what I'm saying? Well, through the banking system they have set up, you're allowed to take your money and convert it into public money. Pull out that dollar bill and understand what that dollar bill is. When you convert it to public money, doesn't that make it taxable? No, not necessarily. It depends, it depends on, on how you use it. Yeah, well, it depends. Yeah, yeah, it depends on how you use it. For instance, if you were using that money to invest to make more money, right? But the capital gains on that would be taxable. No, no way around it. That's income. Which is, which is, by the way, here's the definition of income, if you haven't heard it or have, having a hard time finding it. It's uh, ascension to wealth, which is clearly realized, for which the taxpayer has absolute dominion over. So, don't, you know, I don't have a problem paying taxes, just the taxes that I owe. So if you would ever have any income, how much taxes are you going to pay? Zero. Yeah, you know, incoming, right? That's what they always say in the war movies, right? It's not good when incoming's coming, you see? Because incoming yeah. causes cash ULTs. Aren't you listening to what's being said? Mm-hmm. That they incurred collateral damage. For instance, you take the word attachment. You guys are familiar with attachment or when the property gets attached, right? Right. No, your property's being attacked. Remember how we talked about the CH and the K? Mm-hmm. No, it's not attached. It's attacked. You're being attacked. No, it's not attached. It's the same thing. It's just that uh, we were taught in those public schools, uh, 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 you know, a perversion of the language. Oh, which, by the way, 
if the state did take control of the administration of every state, they had they had a duty and obligation to make sure that you were competent as soon as possible to take over your own estate. But see, that's not the way these people work because, see, if everybody became competent, would they have a job? No. It's self-preservation, you see. You know, the union members who want to preserve their way of life, their job, it's my country and I like, you know, anybody ties it, take it from me, I'll shoot them dead, right? You know, you know the type. <laughs> well, let's not depend on them. Let's put all our faith and trust in God, i.e. the word, i.e. the Lord, i.e. the law. And don't care what anybody else says. If I if if we if we continue to allow other people to run our lives, of course we're going to end up poor, broke, homeless. What do you expect? Somebody else is running your life. So the best thing that we could do, you know. You know, if you come from where I come from, I don't know where y'all come from. Maybe y'all grew up in, in in the country with a nice little high school and you got to do all the nice little things and you do all this, but that's not where I come from. And I don't think, you know, that, that's, a, that's a very rough rough uh, way of life for some. So when you look at that man who's, uh, you know, got no, he got one shoe on, one shoe off, and he's outside of the store and he's got some old army jacket on, don't look, at, don't look down on him. You'd have probably done blowed your head off. He had to deal with he what he had to deal with. But the thing is this is this is why we rise to the occasion. This is why we stand for something. And that's the first thing we gotta do is, you know, pull our head out of our ass and stand up for yourself. For that guy that's, you know, right there, you know, why what 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 do you mean? This man served 22 years in, in, you know, in the service, and you guys are sitting there making fun of him because he's homeless? That's disgusting. What the hell is wrong with you people? That's the position I take. You know, I, I, you know, uh, you give somebody, you know, I've had this happen on several occasions, you know, come out of store, somebody there, you know, you drop a, you know, drop a few dollars for him, whatever you got extra you can spare. Now, to him, that's, that's, that's dinner. It's a warm meal. It might be a place to sleep for the night. But at the same time, I got my friends and my girlfriend going, well, you shouldn't be giving them money like that. He's just a bum. No, you're a fucking bum. You know, I, it just, it, you know but that's, that's getting down to my emotional and my political beliefs and shit. And, you know, that's what we're, why we're not here. But uh, one thing for sure is uh, that man deserves a home. That man deserves nice warm meals because it's only because of that man that you actually enjoy this country we call the United States of America. You didn't grab a gun and do what you were told to go defend this country. So how are you going to judge that man when he sacrificed everything? All. And then yet we have people, cops, we have government workers, social workers, telling us that this man is a detriment to society. That this man 
needs to be locked up. He needs to be put away. He needs to be put in a mental institution. He needs to be, know what this man needs to do. He needs you to, to, to fulfill the promises of what, of what government promised. That's what he needs. Maybe he's had a string of bad luck with a bunch of government people who don't give a shit about him, but only they're having, I'm a social worker. I'm a cop. You know, I, I'm a bomb squad. I'm a, no, see, that's exactly what the Bible tells us. Men will be lovers of themselves, saying, see who I am, see what I do, see, see my pretty clothes, see my pretty little badge. I'm better than you. Which, of course, we all know is what? Bullshit, right? But these are just some of the things uh, that are just microcosms of, of a much larger picture. So if you, if you want something, if you want your freedom, you're going to have to stand up and fight for it. Even though Big Brother is sitting there punching you in the head, you're still going to look at him and say, screw you, dude. Yep. If, if it's yeah, okay with know. you guys, you know. Go ahead, Rob. We're going to be tested. Sure. You know, they're going to test our competency, like like you're saying. Sure. But it's, and, and, you know, and and that's and that's good parenting, is it not? Well. <laughs> Well, when they try know, and stumble you and block the path, well, that's okay. That's just mom and dad. That, that that's just mom and dad sitting there explaining to you you're not ready, son. That's good parenting skills. Not that that's what's exercised all the time, but 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 certainly I understand the concept that that you know of testing you. Well, we you also know, have it's, to make. We have to make the distinction between those that are genuinely testing us and, like you said earlier, those that are just acting out of ignorance. Yeah, or, or those are acting be- authority. Yeah, those acting belligerently, you know. Right. So, you know, when you look at this whole situation, you know, when it comes to tests, you know, you know, I can't tell you how many times, uh, you know, I say, hey, Dad, uh, can, I, can I get the keys? It's Friday night. Can I borrow a car? And he say, no. <laughs> right. <laughs> And you'd be like, you know, you'd be mad at your dad, right? For not letting you use the car, right? Yep. Well, stick your nose in the books, further your education, further your understanding, and go buy, go create your own car. Go build your own car. Go buy your own car. Because when you go out and you buy your own car, when you create your own car, when you when you build your own home, now, see, now, it's not just talk. We're actually proving that you're ready to be the head of your household or the head of your company. And that's what it's all about. Every company, like I said, was founded on the birth certificate through a transfiguration or a transforming. Taking that state agency... Uh, uh, much like I did, you know, I took that generic business trust agency and, and, you know, and I'm transforming it and transfiguring it into what I hope to be something that helps change this world for the better called the Supreme State of Grace. 
And once I get the electrical wiring up and going, uh, we're, we're going to be good to go. We're going to start hiring people, and we're going to start building homes for those people. We're going to start feeding those people. We're going to start educating those people, letting them know what's really going on so that asshole doesn't pull a fast one and, and, and rob him of uh, what little he does have. So no, think about that when you think about your birth certificate is, is, is transfiguration or transforming. When Jesus talks about the blind man who was blind man from you know was blind from birth and could not see, uh, they're talking about that he was still a child and he could not consent. So Jesus spit into the ground and he made mud or what they call spittle. Well, look up the word spittle in uh, uh, um, etymology. Go look up spit in etymology. It's not what you think it is. So when Jesus put this spittle down there, he, what he did is he transformed that man's name and changed it into something else. Now when that man uh, went down to, uh, Jesus told him to take it down to the Pool of Siloam, uh, it says, uh, which means the source or from where it comes from, and wash it. Well, that's a printing term, which means to reprint. So he takes it, the man takes it down to the pool of Siloam. He gets it washed. Now that man comes back. Now he's got nice clothes. He's got, he, you know, he, he's got a he's got a haircut. He's, he's shaven, and he's ready to do the Lord's work. He's ready to be in the service of the Lord. And everybody looked at him and said, "Hey, man, that can't be. That cannot be the same guy." And some said, "Yeah, yeah, that's 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 the same guy." So when the Pharisees and the Sadducees, which are the lawyers and judges and the administrators there, uh, they actually called his mom and dad in and said, hey, look, uh, wasn't this your child who was blind from birth? And they said, yes, and he sees now, but we know not how he sees, but that he sees. And uh, they go to try to ask him more questions, and, and, and his mother goes, well, why don't you go ask him, for he is of age now. See, it's not about me or you. It's about that guy on the street. It's not about me or you. It's, it's about that kid who's going hungry tonight. It's not about whether or not you enjoy your nice little farm life or your little apartment life or your little uh, high-rise building life. It's about those kids out there who are growing up in the world, and they don't have a leader. They don't have a teacher. Instead, all they have is uh, the boogeyman who's trying to rob, steal, and slave him at every turn. That's who it's about. You want a better world? You want things to get better? Let's fix those problems, and mostly everything else will take care of itself. Are you going to be that guy that stands up for that man who cannot stand for himself? Are you going to provide food and substance for that child who cannot provide food and substance for himself? Because if it's all about me, 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 or I, 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 well, then, you know, maybe somebody's trying to teach you a lesson. Maybe you should listen. Because, you know, what can you do to make the world a better place? Not for you, for them. 
And that's what a lot of people don't understand. So, you know, when I'm sitting there digging my books, it's not just just for me. Uh, yes, I want to enjoy some of the benefits uh, that knowledge and wisdom bring, but, it, but it's, it's more so for the people who need it. For those young people, uh, for those uh, middle-aged veterans uh, who have a hard time readjusting, or, wh- or whatever the case may be, they need help. And he who serves well, profits well. So when you think about the birth certificate uh, and the backside of it, think, think about that will, that will of God. What is the will of God? Because as long as you're doing the will of God, you are not breaking the law. There is no law against doing anything good. So, you know, this is just some of the things maybe you guys might want to think about. No. Be the miracle. Be the creator. Create a better world for us all to live in. Now, there's uh, along the lines of gaining control over our finances, there's um, two things that we've talked about looking into. Last week, we talked about the Treasury Manual. Right. And then uh, tonight, you mentioned the Federal Funds Transfer Act. As a, yeah, as a the, to, the, ele- the Electronic Funds Transfer Act, the Check 21, uh, 20, uh, you know, uh, Check Clearing for the 21st Century Act. Um, um if you haven't looked at the Federal Reserve Act, if you haven't looked at the Uniform Commercial Code, Article 3, just go look at the definitions. Mm-hmm. All right, just go look at the definitions. And, and you're going you're gonna to notice something, that, uh, that uh, you are the bank. They're banking um, on you, are they not? <laughs> tell me, if you read all that stuff, I mean, there's thousands of pages of crap to read. You read all that stuff, and then you try and do what you're doing, but miss one little thing. Will they hold that against you and uh, do something to you? It's like this. Yeah, you know, it's like, uh, you know how, like, on your ATM, you got to put the right PIN number in? Oh, yeah. You put the wrong wrong PIN in, you ain't getting nowhere, are you? So, so they won't come after me. They they won't come after you for something wrong. What I'm saying is, is um, it, it, you know, every, the answer to every legal question is what? It Maybe. Depends. It, depends. it depends. It depends. So, so you know, you're asking a, a very generic question, which I don't know the answer to because I don't know the circumstances. But what I am saying is, is that when you walk in there with that birth certificate and there's, you know, there's been a pin tailed on, you know, a, a tail pinned on the donkey. That certainly gives you more status than someone else, because as above, so below. Right? It's it's a order of the ages, the new world order. It doesn't say new world order. It says the new order of the ages. The system that they have put in place is where you learn, you get qualified. When you become learn, know how to do it, you achieve that status. And if you have the ability to create money. That's an awesome ability, isn't it? It's just it a matter of what are, you, what are you going to create it for? Are you going to create it so that you can uh, sit in some mansion somewhere and uh, 
you know, have a harem. I, I've actually thought about that myself in my younger days. You know, hey, man, wouldn't it be nice to have 900 concubines, right? No? Nobody? Is? Never mind. Uh, it, it, or, or are you going to take One's that? One's enough. <laughs> I, it, don't I know it? Uh, <laughs> so you look at this uh, situation. So so if, if you do have this power to create money, what are you going to do with it? Well, as one of the higher ages, and these guys, you know, some of these guys, you know, even with what I know, I don't know half of what they know. You see what I'm saying? But that's why I always adhere to logic and reason and facts. And the fact is, is that a bank is any person engaged in the business of banking your bank. A bank, uh, what is a banker's draft? What is a banker's check? What is a cashier's check? What are these things? See, because you, you get thrown off when they say, well, a banker's, a cashier's check is a bank drawn on its own, you know, drawn on the same bank, right? And you're thinking like, well, you know, it ain't got nothing to do with me when it has everything to do with you. There's a reason that the bar tender serves ice cold drafts. Get it? Want a, want, a, want a draft? Well, hell yeah. I'll, maybe I'll take a little coffee with that too. Yeah, because i got to get my morning Java. You always heard, pay yourself first. You just got to learn how to do it. But don't feel bad because I haven't figured it out yet. But I'm close. I'm determined. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you could write that check and it comes back to you, it's love, baby. Is that what they say? Let it go. And if it comes back to you, it was meant to be. Now, when you write that check, I give it to Brian. Brian gives it to Amy or deposits it to, to Amy in Amy's bank. Amy's bank sends it over to my bank, which is Robin, who that day. And, and it all depends on what Robin does. She can either accept it, in which case the check clears, or she can return it, in which case the check bounces. Now, wouldn't you like to have that check returned to your post office box? Yes. So that proves you are electric. You are currency, baby. You are the money. You are G-money. And the reason, the only reason you would even come to this conclusion to even try this thing is if you was reading. You guys, uh, you know, maybe some of you guys are a little bit further along than I am in some areas. But, you know, I, I look for the day when one of those checks I write and send out come back to my mailbox. I'm looking for that. I want that day to happen. Does everybody understand the importance of that? Is that you are the money? Now, sure, they sure they might, might come up to say, hey, wait, wait, what the hell are you doing? Well, you better be able to explain what the hell you're doing. But it's merely as simple as saying, yeah, uh, I'm a bank, right? <laughs> Or should I say my person is? I always like to keep the person separate from myself, and I just act as those persons. Or I uh, assume those positions, such as United States Treasury, United States Administrator, 
I am not the United States Administrator, but I do have the ability to fill that office when I need to. I am not the United States Treasurer, but I do have the ability to fill that office when I need to. Now, when you understand, you know, if you want to fill that office of treasurer, that office of whatever, you have to understand that there's rules regarding that office. All you have to do is go study and read and learn how to do it. And as I look more and more uh, toward what the government, you know, the U.S. Code, the Code of Federal Regulations, you know, like you said, those thousands and thousands of books, right? I've come to this conclusion. Every I, and I've read a shitload, and it all comes down to this. You go read the entitled Title Thirty One, which is Money and Finance, United States Code. Go read that entire thing. You can if you want, and I suggest you do. Pay attention to the generic terms: treasurer, state treasurer, state, government. These are all generic terms which apply to you, if you ever figure it out. Wherever you go down in that United States Code and it says Section J or Section G, reserved. It's reserved for you so that you have a say in government, that you have a vote. You have a voice, an invoice. Get it? Mm. Because when the invoice comes, that's the bill. Pay your bills. You pay the bill, it becomes money. Which gets us back to that that check. And that's exactly what is being said in the painting with Benjamin Franklin, the string, the key, the other string, and the kite. Benjamin Franklin is the ship, the kite is the check, and the Two strings are the routing account number, and the key, of course, I haven't figured out yet. But I do know that W is his key. Go look at your heraldry flags and your uh, admiralty flags and your shipping flags and look under W. And, it, and the call sign for W is whiskey. No, it's not whiskey. It's W is key which is where you get Washington. Washington is a, 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 a character meant to symbolize and resemble something else. It is not a man with wooden teeth. He is a character, and he's meant to represent something. Now, one of the things that you, that you when you're reading about clearing accounts in Autumn ACH, um, uh, getting your checks cleared, is that uh, they call that clearing account, they call it, Guess what? They call it the wash account. You know, washing away the sins. Washing away the sins down at Washington. Or was it he was he in G Town? See? Or should I say was he in G Tone? Did it did 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 he you know, did he have that experience where, you know, he wants to sing a song, you know. Did you hear what I hear? Do you see what I see? And that's, you know, uh, 
like I said, as soon as it happens for me, like I said, you know, I'll, I'll fly down there on a the helicopter and drop right in front of your front yard. Please do. Well, be, be, in all honesty, you're not getting me on a helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> but I will send somebody on a helicopter to land on your front yard. You, you send a helicopter, we'll come visit you. How about that? Say again? I said, you send us a helicopter, we'll come visit you. How about that? Uh, well, we'll figure something out for sure. But it all comes down to clearing the check. You can say what you want to say. King comes from the word chess, which comes from the word check. Or, if, if, if you really want to get to it, it comes from GQ. C-H-E. Q-U-E is the proper way they spell checks over in Europe and other places. We spell it with a C-K here. But over there, it's spelled C-H-E-Q-U-E. You can read that two ways. You can read that check or shesh, or you can read it GQ. You know, like GQ magazine, like the G-Men, government-level service, GS-11, GL-11. Ever watch that movie Spies Like Us? You know, with Dan Aykroyd and Chevy Chase? No, I don't remember that movie. Yeah, they were uh, they both, they're both trying to get a job in government, and they go to take the test, and the, the test decides where they fit in or their pay scale. Yeah, you, matter of fact, you'll, you'll, you, you know, you, you see a lot of characters in history that they're called Pascal or Pesco. Uh, well, no, it's pay scale because in government, Depending on your qualifications, you get a pay scale, you see. Be the government. Um, could we talk about the liens? Sure. Because um, I remember from that, the... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say it's pretty simple. Everybody knows what a lien is, right? Yeah. Right. You know, well, just like you would put a lien on me, right? Right? Maybe for well, some uh, shoddy work I did on your house or for some uh, whatever, you know, you put a lien on me. Uh, maybe you come and did some work for me. Maybe you come in and you painted my porch there, right? And uh, when it comes time to get paid, uh, you know, I only gave you half of the money. Well, you would go down to the local courthouse and you would file a lien on me for the rest of the money for the work you did, right? Yeah. Now, is this a... Uh, Same know, that, that would be kind of like a mechanics lien, right? Sure. Uh, a mechanics lien is just a, a generic term. It has nothing to do with a, a mechanic. Right. But it's like a services. You, you, you perform for services sure. you didn't get paid. Right. Um, but I remember in some of the, the other recordings you were talking about the UCC-1 lien. Well, you can that... use a UCC-1. UCC-1 is just notice. Right. That there is a you have lien to get the, somewhere. You have to get the, yeah, yeah, you have to get, yeah, that's, that's notice to them in the courts and the system that, hey, you know, if it shows up in court, you know, this guy has filed his lien. And so if this guy decides to, you know, the notice gives you notice, it's not an action, you see what I'm saying? But it's notice, hey, I got a lien on you, I'm giving you an opportunity to fix it before I go sue your ass. Now that that suit may never come. You see what I'm saying? 
But when it does come, you had noticed. So you can't complain about your credit rating or this matter or that matter. You had you had to notice that there was a lien put on you, right? Or your estate or your property or whatever, you know. Part of the advantage of doing this is once you move into the administration part and you've attached a lien to all the property held or owned by the agency, now you have the right and duty to set off the debts of the agent when no principal comes forward to take control. Well, as soon as you become an administrator, uh, and this is a kind of important to understand, as soon as, you, as soon as you become an administrator, the first thing you have to do is create the account. For instance, let's say Brian just passed away. In his will, he designated me as ex- as his executor and administrator of his estate, where he's given me specific orders to act in a specific way. Okay? The first thing that I have to do as the administrator or the executor is I need to take inventory of Brian's estate. And I need to have the value of his property. Does this make sense? Yep. All right. Uh, well, uh, I see here that Brian has a home. It's appraised for 250000 That sounds about right. That's good to go. Uh, uh, Brian has a painting on his wall. It's been appraised at, uh, you know, $25. But there's something about that painting. I don't know what it is yet. I don't know what the value of that painting is. So I'm just going to go put down null meaning I don't know what it's worth. But I certainly feel it's worth more than $25. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So I create the inventory of the account. This is going to include all of Brian's claims. Let's say Brian has some claims against the Ford Motor Company for uh, uh, some um, uh, a reimbursement for medical fees or reimbursements for something or else, or maybe... Uh, from a settlement, from a claim he's made. Well, as the executive administrator of Bryant Estate, I am obligated to go to Ford Company and say, hey, look, and you, you, owe, you owe the estate. It's my duty and the, the obligation to find out how much that claim is worth or what is the value of that claim. And all the while, while I'm doing this, I'm writing it down in a book, which creates the account, the current Account. You want some. You want some currency. You ain't gonna have no currency without current account. Look, the money doesn't come into being like you when you walk down here to the store and uh, you pay for that service or that product down at the grocery store, Walmart. Do you think they give a shit where you got the money? Nope. No. It's only that they get paid for it, right? Yep. Change the change the way of thinking. Now, what if you could give them a check, and it comes back to your mailbox? Do you think they care that it comes to your bank instead of their bank or somebody else's bank? No. It only matters that the law is followed or the check processing uh, uh, process is followed. You know. Which is where you know you get either you're clear, clear, right, clear, 
whether you're operating heavy equipment, get ready to launch a plane on an aircraft carrier, uh, or whether you're ready to launch a submarine into the sea, or whether you're just working around some dangerous equipment, you always want to know when it's clear, don't you? Mm -hmm. Same way with the check. If the check doesn't get returned, it clears. You know, I get Brian a check. Brian goes to deposit the check. Uh, the ter first $200 is going to be available the next day, and the remainder of it is probably going to be available anywhere from three to four days to ten days, depending on how big the check. It's, uh, it's up to the bank. Um, when you deposit that money in there, that he can go draw $200 the next day. And in four or five days, the rest of that check uh, might be posted to his account, and let's say it's $5,000. If he goes out and spends that $5,000, it might be 30 days before that check gets returned. Why? Because some banks, not all banks, but uh, some banks still use the postal service. And for security reasons, uh, you know, I operate this account offline. So that's why we get the payable through. And of course, Brian, as you know as well as I do, buddy, if you can write a check and it comes back, you're going to go out there and you're, and you're going to rock, ain't you? You have the oh, power, yeah. don't you? Yes. Ain't no, telling, ain't no telling what Brian might build if he had the tools, is there? That is correct. So well, this if you're is, filing a lien, and look, you're just recording go, go in the county. Go file a lien, okay? What is that going to oh. do for you? All it does is give everybody notice that I have an interest in that estate, right? Yeah, yeah. All right, well, the, the lien really isn't no good until you what? Take action on it. And you can do that through your declaratory judgment. We've got to stop thinking that we're inferior to these people. And then, like I said, I've talked about this before. Law, that which is ordained, established, uh, written, ordained, and established. That's what law is. It's written, ordained, and established. But in order to complete the definition of law, we have to understand that there is a superior who makes it, and an inferior who is bound by it. Does everybody understand that we're pretty good? That in order for the law to apply to you, that you must be inferior to the person who made it. And, 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 and while we may not want to admit that we are inferior, I am the first to admit that I am inferior in a lot of ways concerning knowledge of how things work uh, than... Uh, you know, than some other people. But I'm also superior in my knowledge as compared to some others. So it's all relative things. So you got to find out where you fit in at. You see what I'm saying? But where, where do you fit at in, in this hierarchy, in this pyramid structure of government or power, uh, and uh, the law is put there in place so that you too can be the president of the United States 
and start your own company where you are the owner, sole proprietor, caretaker, custodian of that company until your time passes. Because, see, this is how you live forever, or should I say how your will, which is you, lives forever. George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, John Adams, Samuel Adams, and all the rest of the guys that uh, signed the uh, Constitution and the guys that signed the Declaration of Independence, they're all deceased, passed away, dead, gone, right? But their will lives on. And as far as the lien goes, the lien is just simply notice, hey, I got a, a lien on that so that if anybody else does business with that person, they know that you have a lien, and if there's any kind of bankruptcy, default, or anything that goes on, your lien is going to take precedence over their claim or lien against it. The lien itself is just a notice, like you said. It's just a notice. It has no legal effect whatsoever until you go to court and enforce the lien. But, um, and if you have a you if you have a lien on something, let's say I have a lien on a car, right? Which is a perfect example because that's what a birth certificate is, or at least it's like it done to a vehicle, a car. Let's say I have a lien on that vehicle, right? And that's what we're talking about here, right, Robin? With the lien on the birth certificate? Yeah. Well, same way you would do a car, because it's just like a car. Same way you would do a ship. Why? Because it's like it done to a ship. Same way you do a company, because it's like it to a company. So when you go put the lien on it, let's say you go put that lien on that birth certificate, right, or that person, and it comes to find out, well, hold on. No one else has a title to that property. Guess who that car belongs to? You. There you go. So so one of the ways you could enforce your lien is say, hey, look, I got a right to this property. As far as could tell and as far as could be determined by my diligent investigations, no other person has a right to that property except me. So I'd like to have the title to that property. And, of course, they will give you the title. And if you have, if you have the ability to create money, do you have a problem paying taxes All right. See, see, see how see how money makes things a lot better. And 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 the truth is, when you go read the entire law, here's what it says. Just like I was saying earlier with the Title Thirty One. After reading all of that and everywhere else I read, I go read a whole book, uh, a whole section, a whole title, whatever it is. When I go read it, the summary for me is always this: Do what you want, just be good. That's the summary of the law, as far as I see it. Do what you got to do. Just be good. That's where you get the song, Johnny, be good. Listen to the music. Turn the music on. Turn your guys' radio on. And country music's great. Uh, country music has a lot of things, but me personally, I don't like country music. Yeah, I think some country music's awesome. Some of it, eh. But I tell you, one place you will find a lot of these answers, if you listen very close to what's being said, is in 
rock and roll, and metal, and blues. Especially metal. Megadeth, which is headed by Dave Mustaine, if you go listen to the lyrics of his some of his songs, you're going to understand a lot about what's going on. And, and you know, even though I've listened to Megadeth since the 80s, when I was, you know, my teen years, sitting there banging my head with my uh, long hair. Matter of fact, I remember when I did go in the Navy, uh, you know, I was in the back of the line after we got there, and uh, one of the, the company commanders was like, hey, Jesus, come here, because I had long hair, right? I thought that was funny. But uh, they took that thing off in like uh, 10 seconds. And they figured, oh, I want to ask a question here. Do you, do, think that, do you think that Megadeth has any idea about all this concept? That who does? Who does songwriter? That songwriter. I'm, I'm, I'm that heavy metal songwriter. Oh, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Matter of fact, I'm, tell, I'm telling you, uh, it's all of the music because the music the people who write the music and the people who write books and do movies, they are the royalties. That's who the police work for. There's, yeah. there's a song by the Foo Fighters called The Pretender with Dave Grohl. Go watch it. Well, I know Prince knows. He's Oh, he's, yes. Uh, it's in all the music, sweetheart. It's in all of it. All you got to do is listen. And this comes from your knowledge of the words of what is being said. You think that they're talking about a woman and her ass and her butt and all this. That's not what they're talking about. They're talking about that birth certificate or that ship, which is likened unto a woman. See, the ship, is the ship, the company is always referred to as her or she, you see? She's been a good yeah, old ship, you know. So when you talk about the sacred feminine, when you're, when you're sitting there watching the Da Vinci Code and they're talking about uh, the, the relationship that Jesus Christ has with uh, uh, Mary Magdalene, understand that uh, what's really being said there. For instance... We see as, as above, so below. That's an arrow pointing up and that's an arrow pointing down. When you combine the two, you get the Star David, which is what's on most police officers' badges. On most police officers' badges, you're going to, either, you're going to see a five-pointed star, a six-pointed star, a seven-pointed star, an eight-pointed star, and even in some cases, a nine- or eleven-pointed star. And what I'm telling you, you, you see those cops with those uh, uh uh, a five-pointed stars or a six-pointed star, and they got five stars on their collar, right? Maybe you know what I'm talking about. You know the little emblems that they wear on their collars and their shoulders and stuff, right? Well, this is uh, this is nothing more than, or should I say, equated to Boy Scout badges. You know, you don't get the fire-making patch until you can make a fire. When you do, in the Boy Scouts, when you do get the fire-making patch, you get to put it on your outfit. Now, you're certified to making campfires, you see? Same way with the police outfits, same way with their little badges, the same way with the military and their little ribbons and badges. So when you look at these guys, 
And when I see these guys, I know that these guys have done their homework by their emblems and their symbols on their chest and on their shoulder and around their neck. Everything is representative of something. When you watch things on the news, when you watch things on TV, when you watch things in the movie and on the TV shows, pay attention to what is being said. Close your eyes and listen. And when I see, when it comes to music, uh, it's obvious to me that music is where the royalties come from. And, you know, this is a whole other concept about, you know, royalty. Where does it come from? If you don't know, you don't know. Uh, you know, it's the Ro-Hill-T. The T stands for the T account. The Hill stands for the, the grave where, where the, old man has, the old man has passed away and a new man has come forth. What's that? Uh, uh, you have the the Row Hill that with the with the Row Hill uh, that little mound of dirt after they bury someone that's called Row Hill. When you put the cross on it, like you see in every cemetery, uh, when you put the cross on it, that's the T account or where you take over and you run the account, which we talked about last week. You know. Um, when I opened up a, a bank account with Robin, there's actually two accounts there. When Brian opened up a, an account at Amy's bank, there was two accounts there. There's the account that Amy's keeping and the account that Brian's keeping. Same way with Robin and me. Robin's keeping an account, I'm keeping an account, and they're exact mirror opposites. Until that account gets closed. Until that account, until one of those accounts gets closed. You're exactly right. Now, let's say, uh, for instance, like I said, you know, I opened a bank account. Two days later, they closed it down, and, and they sent me a letter saying, please make alternative arrangements for the credits and debits to this account. Now, I don't know about you guys, but that sure sounds like authority to add credits and debits to that account, doesn't it? It does. <laughs> well, that's what I'm doing. Now, uh, when you look at the back of the Bible, and it has all these routes that the missionaries took, right? Guys got a Bible, right? Yep. On the back of the Bible, they have the maps, right? Yep. And the map shows the routes that that people took. Jesus, Paul, uh, Peter, and everybody took, didn't they? Well, well, to me, that is referring to the routing number that you need to take, the route that you got to take to get back home. When you send that horse out, then it comes back home. When you send that homing pigeon out, it comes back home. When you do that, you have your electric, your, your, your current. You have the juice. Uh, you know, you've done enough knowledge and study and homework to where you figured it out. And when you figure out how to make a campfire, it's pretty easy to make campfires after that, right? Same way with the checking account. If a, if, if a bank is any person engaged in the business of banking, then my do and by doing business as name is uh, doing business as bank as you know doing business of banking. Well, then my DBA is a bank. Pretty simple, right? And if my DBA is a bank and it has a post office box, well, I certainly should be able to get that check into that hole. And that's what I want. Put it in a hole. 
put it in the hole. And and this is another, if you guys remember, this is one of the keys that I've uh, uh, understood from the accountants. And I'm telling you, there's some boring talking people, man. Accountants, they, they're sitting there talking about all this stuff, but it really doesn't make any damn sense because they're really not getting to the root of, of what's going on is, is that you're the accountant. So it depends on how you're keeping that. Now that I'm keeping account and adding credits and debits to that account, my only issue, I already have my permission. I already have my bank. I already have my bank account number. I already have a routing number. I already have these things, but I'm not, I don't have the website in order to do the electronic thing. You know, I'm not that skilled yet, although I'm working on it. Maybe here in a year and a half or two years after study, uh, I will have that skill. But as it stands right now, I do not possess that skill. So I have to think of another way to do it. So, which gets me to the payable through account. If I can get the bank, if I can get either uh, uh, Amy's bank or Robin's bank to pay be payable through uh, my post office box or the address of my bank, I am good to go. But I'm telling you, when that check comes to my bank in my post office box, that thing is going to be cleared. And like I said, you don't want to, you want to talk about the agent's lien. To me, that's very simple stuff. You know, like you said, it's a notice of lien. It doesn't mean jack shit until you take action upon it. And when you take action upon it, you're going to either ask for payment or judgment against the the lien the, the lienee, uh, or you're going to ask for title to the property because there is no one else interested in the property. In which case, you're going to ask the, the court to acquire title and issue a title for that property. Which, by the way, if you look at it in the sense of a grand bill of sale, uh, for instance, when ships are sold, which uh, we can see the similarities there, uh, we got to understand that when, that when that transfers to you, the one thing that you have to do is get that title switched over into your name as a sole proprietor. Now, I chose to do it through the state of grace because I was having such problems uh, with communication between my so-called servants, you know, the public servants that did the service, which spends over, you know, uh, uh, $1.4 trillion a year on the armed services, um, I decided, well, hell, if they're, not, if they're not going to do it, if my agents are not going to comply, it doesn't mean I, I don't get to sit here and cry about it. I got to get up off my ass and do something about it. So if, if you're sitting there on your ship, and there's a hole in your ship. Are you going to wait for the guy who's assigned to plug in holes, or are you going to do it your damn self? Yep, I'm going to do it. Well, I'm going to do it myself. And maybe, maybe, just maybe, that's what they're waiting for you to do. Maybe that's what mom and dad, the church and state, is sitting there waiting for you to do. See, they set the, they set the bar a long time ago. When you take control of your person and you obtain control of your finances, now you're a big boy. Now you can dictate what happens in your own life. You could do what, look, son, look, son, go out there, do whatever you want to do. Just be good. Yeah. 
You know, instead of building a strip club, build a homeless shelter. Instead of building a bar, uh, build a food pantry. Because every company, every bar operates in this manner, that they have the ability to create their own money through their invoicing and receipts. Which I hopefully I'm, I'm actually going to try to talk to a guy this week about that exact same thing. You know, he's a, he's a businessman, and uh, and I'm hoping that he sheds some light on the you know uh, clients, invoices, and receipts. So that's where money comes from, is from the invoices, and receipts, and clients. Now, when you understand that as administrator operating several persons, that you can fill all those offices and all those persons, uh, that this, this, this is where it becomes fun. It's because, you know, where, whereas before you were sitting there, uh, well, I'm having problems with the bank. The bank has got me into these terms and agreements. I can only spend this much. I can only do this. Well, okay. Well, don't do business with that bank. Find another bank that's more for you. And like I said, go look up payable through bank. Find out what a payable through bank is and see if you don't like the definition of it. Because when you when you put payable through on a check, it designates that bank as the collecting bank. Meaning that that bank, that, that check must go through that bank before it is either paid or present it for payment. And that's in you know, place of where it says pay to the order of, it's it's payable through? No, no. Uh, you know, down at the bottom where you have your bank name? Yep. All right, you're simply going to put payable through the Robin Armstrong Trust, P.O. Box, such and such, such and such, such and such. And this is what they call a personal account. Yes, you can have a personal account down there at the bank. Yes, you absolutely can. But what they don't want you to know is, what is a bank? See, not all banks have to operate the same way. Not all financial institutions have to operate the same way. You have you have banks, you have savings and loans, you have credit unions, you have uh, all these different types of financial institutions, Where whereas my financial institution, my DBA, which is handling my banking services, uh, uh, is going to be merely for the fact of uh, uh, collection and exchange. Everybody wants to be a collector, right? See, see, when you when you put. Here, here's what they, what they, what they refer to. It. They, they, they refer to it as uh, flushing the toilet. See, because that's what you want to happen. It's like the second degree, or should I say the second trick from a magician. You're going to take that liquid water. Water, water is subject over shit. Water is money. You take it, you pour it onto the paper, and it disappears. See, I've already pulled my head out of my ass. I'm working on the, on the, the water trick. And I and just the other night, two nights ago, I was uh, kicked back on the couch, and I decided to, you know, get down on my knees and say a prayer, and 
hey, Lord, I, you know, I, I sure could use your help. Could you, could you show me what I'm missing? What am I missing here? And then it hit me. Payable through. I'm fine. I'm all set. I've got I've got this leg here. You just do what you gotta do. I I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. I uh, somebody right. come in the room asking me a question. I was just covering the mic to oh. answer them. Sorry. That's but uh, but you you gotta see what I'm saying, right? I mean we understand uh, uh how that check is that that check acts, right? Yes. If it doesn't get returned, it cleared. The only time you ever have to worry about a check you deposit is if it is returned, right? And then, like you said, all you have to do is just reverse the funds. Well, um, there's there's a way of doing that, all right? There's some guys, there's some good-ass bankers out there, man. They know what to do. They know what to... They know what stamp to put on there, and they know where to put it and how to put it. I'm not there yet. And there is okay, a way. Okay, what if I'm to make myself the clearinghouse, like you said? Well, uh, don't think and, of yourself. But wait, create... I didn't ask the question yet. Wait, what if I'm the clearinghouse, and I write back to them, and I say, and I, and it doesn't clear, and I say it doesn't clear. Well, like, then the check okay, gets returned. Cops, right, right, like try to take money out of the account. All right, look, look, it basically comes down to this, all right? In order for a check to clear, it's got to be accepted. Remember, I give give Brian a check. He He deposits it with you. You send it over to Robin, my bank. And Robin is either going to accept it or return it. See, Robin is my clearinghouse. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay, well, Robin is either going to accept the check or she is going to return it or deny it. One or the other. Same way with your clearinghouse. Now, now don't think of you being the clearinghouse. Think of, uh, uh, of an entity that you created or an entity that you can use as a clearinghouse. Because I'm telling you guys, if you go read about clearinghouses, they're very, it's very generic. And when you, let's say you wanted to get some ACH services, um, you go online and there's all these companies that uh, offer ACH services, okay? There's a ton of them. But remember... They're only offering services. Okay, but that's what I said. If I go make myself a clearinghouse, can the clearinghouse say that they they reject the check? They that they, they well, if you go create a clearinghouse, and somebody in that clearinghouse says they don't accept that check, they'd be fired. Okay, question answered. Yeah, yeah. If it's your clearinghouse, I think uh, you'll be deciding what clears and doesn't, right? Yes. And what okay. I'm saying is, it's the. It's, let's say I get a ticket, 
and they put me in jail, and they try to take money out of that account to pay well, for it. Well, considering your account is going to be on a book at home, uh, I don't think there's too much they can do. There's one of the things that you mentioned last week about a current account that's been closed. You're the only one that is keeping a ledger on the account at that point. The bank is no longer keeping a ledger on that account. Right. See, see, we have to understand that when we deposit something in a bank, we look at it like a customer and the bank as two different persons. But what you don't understand is it's actually two banks doing business. Okay. You understand that? You understand what I'm saying there? Right. Yeah. All right. So, all right. So, the bank Robin Armstrong has just deposited five hundred dollars into the SunTrust Bank of Alabama. Okay. This is how many accounts? There's two accounts because because it's very important to understand credits and debits. Uh, it, it, it only involves credits and debits are only involved when there's two parties keeping account. Take one of those away, and it only leaves. The, 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 you see what I'm saying? You know how you got plus and minus on the side of the account on your checkbook, right? Yeah, they get it. Well. The only reason there's a minus over there is because there's an other account that has a plus which draws on. It, it, you know, it's kind of, it works like electricity. And it works exactly like electricity, to be honest with you. <laughs> but uh, you got to understand that uh, when I deposit $500 into Robin, which is the bank, that her account shows she's obligated to pay me $500, right? So her her account shows a a, a, um, a oh, negative amount. My my accounting shows a positive amount. When those when when the accounting is correct, if we add what I have versus to what she has, it should balance out to zero. But let's say Robin says, "Hey Ken, you know what? Uh I'm retiring. I'm no more going to do this banking business." Uh, so you need to make alternative arrangements for the credit and debits to this account. What did she just do? Closed your account. She closed her account. Right. Yeah. Right. Excuse Which me. leaves my account what? Still open. Right. It's open, but it only for set off and settlement. Well, uh, I would disagree. Uh, okay. On, uh, only only in the sense that uh, while they closed. That account, this account, is still open. So I wouldn't say it's a closed account. You see what I'm saying? Well, from the standpoint that um, you wouldn't want to go down to Walmart and write a check from that particular account and give it to Walmart because the bank's already told you you need to make alternate arrangements for crediting and debiting this account. Right. So, so if I put that check in at Walmart, uh, it's undoubtedly going to get sent to, you know, the bank. We'll say SunTrust. It's going to get sent to SunTrust, okay? And the SunTrust is going to say, "Hey, man, that's a closed account as far as we're concerned." Right. All right. 
But if you were to put payable through, that changes the routing, see? Mm-hmm. So it doesn't go to Trust Bank. It comes where? It goes to directly my post to the my yeah. post office box. That's where I wanted to. That's where I wanted to come to. Then you can okay. take that that check and you can redeposit it once it's. Well, I don't have to redeposit it or anything. As soon as that check comes into my box, I'm I'm, I'm stamping it canceled or paid, and then I'm going to go to my ledger and adjust it. Oh, okay. I thought once you you canceled it or paid it, it had to get redeposited to the account. No. Well, okay. a canceled check is proof of payment. Gotcha. So, with, see, see, what I'm saying is, you know, we, we have to understand the energy flow that's going on there. I give you the check. You deposit it into your bank at Amy's. Amy sends it to Robin. Robin looks at my account and says, hey, he does have enough funds or he doesn't have enough funds. And it's all up to Robin because she's the clearinghouse. She can either accept the check or she can deny it or return it. If she accepts the check, we are good to go. It's paid, you see? Right. The only time that it doesn't get paid is if it's returned. And remember that your money is usually posted to your account before the check ever clears. That's why they tell you, you know, sometimes you might want to uh, uh, be careful what kind of money you spend. You want to make sure that check clears or at least give it, you know, uh, five to ten days uh, before you touch that money just to be sure that that check clears, uh, that it's not coming back. But however, uh, you know, from all the reading I've done, it, you know, a, a return check can be returned up to like 30 days later. And the reason is, is because um, some banks and some clearinghouses still use U.S. mail instead of electronic computing clearinghouses. They have all this information out there, okay? The treasury manual, all the routing numbers, all this other stuff, all that stuff is right there in front of you. Now, why in the hell would they put the treasury manual out there and let you know how the account codes are thing? Wouldn't that seem like that would be uh, 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 creating a situation where fraud was likely to occur? Think about it. Think about it. Why in the hell do they have a treasury manual that you can get your hands on to? That you so can you download. Can, that it has so all the shit, all the treasury. Go to the treasury website and look at all the little downloads they got there. It's all, they tell you how they run everything in those books, in those documents and things. If, if, uh, um, if you weren't allowed to do anything with it, why would they allow you to download it? Unless, like I've been saying, principal, agent, they work for us. Anything that they can do, we can do. Anything that they can do, we can do better. So, you know, here by the end of the coming week, I'll have my checks in, and I will take those checks, and I will deposit them into a experimental bank account. I'm not messing with my, my real bank account, okay? Make sure you guys don't do that. 
leave. Do not try this with your bank accounts. So don't come back saying later and we'll say, you know, uh, KW said do this and I lost my bank account. No, no. Make sure that you go create or go open up an account somewhere else. And you, you do your experiments through those other bank accounts that you open up. Do not use your one you've been using or whatever, you see? Is there, am I perfectly clear on that? Do not yes. try this with your bank account. But are you oh, opening open. these new accounts with your State of Grace ID and not the driver's license? Right. Well, a lot of times they don't even ask for an ID. You know, with these online banks? They ask for Social Security number. Well, uh, talk about my Social Security number? Because, see, that was part of the estate when I took over the administration, and that, that's now a claim number. So, uh, uh, yeah, I could use that Social Security number if that's what you want to call it. I'm going to call it a claim number, but you can call it a Social Security number if you want. But uh, that number belongs to the estate. That estate belongs to me. Thus, who does the Social Security number belong to? That would be you if you're administrating. That's right. Gets to be pretty simple after a while, doesn't it? Almost and this is simple. You got to you stop and think about what you're going to say because it's like it can't be that simple. Well, you know, to me it is. <laughs> you know, I, you know, uh, you got to remember that not a lot of people want to go to work for government. So their skill level and their knowledge level of government workers is not always the best. You see what I'm saying? Use it yeah. against them. If they want to send, look, if if they want to send a dumbass, retarded, know nothing agent to your house, take advantage of it because every act that that agent does binds his principal. You just make sure you get it recorded one way or another. For instance, you know, it's, you know, uh, well, is is this your birth certificate? Uh, sir, are you claiming that's my birth certificate? Because if you're claiming that's my birth certificate, what the hell are you doing using it? Unless, of course, it's not my birth certificate, in which case it would be your birth certificate, and I would simply just be a user or a uh, agent of that agency. See how quickly that changed? So whose birth certificate is it? Well, everybody says it's mine, right? Right? Maybe I'm that's not. right. I don't know. All right. Well, I'm, you know what? You know what, Brian? I'm going to I'm going to agree with you. That is my birth certificate. Is it yours? No. Is it hers? No. Is it theirs? No. You just said it was mine. And since it's my property, if you're going to use it, who are you going to pay? If you're going to use it, whose rules are you going to follow? See how we can change it around with them just by quick. See, because it's different for every position that you're in. You might actually have somebody come up and say, hey, well, that's the state of Ohio's birth certificate, right? You might. 
Well, in that case, well, if it's your birth certificate, take it. I don't want it. But if it's my birth certificate, keep your damn hands off. You know, get your filthy paws off me, you damn dirty ape. <laughs> come on, man. Now, fan, of, fan of the Apes, Charlton Heston. Come on, man. It's a great movie. Uh, in the beginning of the call, you talked about Possession. And possession right. is good title when no other title appears. Exactly. And as we know, the birth certificate is a breeder document, is it not? Yeah. Yes, it's where all other things. It's also called the matrix. It's where all right. other things. And, and if I if I own that, I own everything, all the buildings on it. Now, see, this is where we got to understand that when they're talking about buildings and fields and and, and, and these uh, fixtures and things. They're not actually talking about what you think they're talking about. They're talking about everything that is built upon that birth certificate. There has to be an accounting. When the state took over control, took you know, claim they found a founding and they took over the administration of that child's estate, you gotta understand that the first thing they done was take inventory of the value of the estate. And ever since then they have been keeping an accounting. By law, they are required to invest those monies or the value of that estate in the United States and government and federal securities. They're bound by law to do that. So all the while, this account, whatever they uh, appraised it at to begin with, which I claim is to be a zero uh, for null or we don't know yet, uh, they created money, they invested that money, which return gives them interest back, well, for 40-something years. Uh, there's been an account on that birth certificate, you see? You can't say it, you can't say it, 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 it any other way. It, it, it has to be like that because that's what the law says. And these people uh, at the highest levels of government, they know what the law is and they follow it. But however, like I said, uh, uh, not everybody wants to work for government, so that means the recruiting classes that are work for government or that do come through government uh, are not always uh, the brightest and the best. You see what I'm saying? Right. We've 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 experienced that firsthand. Well, as, so have I. And you know, it's one of my goals uh, uh, when I get this thing up and going. This is one of my goals and one of my company's goals is to make sure that what happened to me never happens to anyone else again. See, because while you guys have been listening to me talk about things, I don't discuss my private business. There are some things about me that are private, and I like to keep private. I am not going to air all the dirty shit over, you know, over public communications. You see what I'm saying? Well, I don't blame you. I wouldn't advertise it either. My per- personal stuff. 
Right, you know, and 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 what what happened to me? I want to make sure it never happens to anybody else. Yeah. I mean, you you guys have no idea what I've been through. No, cause, no, and you don't know what we have either. So you're, you're exactly right about that. So someday maybe that helicopter will come by, and we can tell you. <laughs> well, I, I think I think I'll be driving or something, but you know, we'll, we'll definitely throw a helicopter in there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, really. Well, well, I'll take some more questions, and like I said, going over the lean. It, 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 look, it's very important that we remember the principles of law and these little uh, uh, surefire uh, true statements of law. Um, you know, it's it, it, and it's applying those principles in every situation. Is is that my car? Is that your car? Is that my license plate or is that your license plate? Is that my birth certificate or is that your birth certificate? Is that my social security number or is that your social security number? You see what I'm saying? You have to be specific. You have to be. You have to have. You know, you have to be on it. Okay, but you talk about that social security number and you say you take claim of it. Well, but that it's their number. It's not yours. Well considering, I, well, considering considering that I now have a controlling interest and an ownership interest in the United States, uh, if I own the United States, uh, do I own the Social Security Administration? No, yes. well, I, I, yeah. Okay, but only only in the to the extent that it concerns me and the United States. It has nothing to do with you. It has nothing to do with Brian or, or Robin or anybody else. When it comes to That's me true. in the United States, I'm in control. Okay. So when it comes to that Social Security number, I'm in control. They don't. That's my. That's my. <laughs> well. Well, that's that's what they have done to you. But as far as I'm concerned, there's nobody beating on my door. You know what I mean? From all the things I've seen, all the things I've experienced, they know who I am, and they, you know, they, they know. Nobody's beating on my door. Nobody's coming in saying, "Hey, uh, you know, uh, we think you're doing something illegal here." Well, maybe it's because what I'm doing is not illegal, and the reason is is because I passed the first bar. Now, if you haven't gained control over that birth certificate in your person and you try to do some of the things or, or approach things the way I'm approaching them, you might run into some resistance. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But when you've already won your court case, your deprivation of rights under the color of state law, when, you, when you're already entitled to your claim, what can they do? You guys had your chance. Police, you had your chance to enforce the law. And you failed miserably. Okay, well, go back there and you went to court with a declaratory judgment for a declaratory judgment, right? Well, that was on the agency, yes. You're talking about stuff that was, you know, four or five years ago. Yeah. Lots happened since then. I'm, I'm I'm a lot more knowledgeable since then. Well, it's new to us. I mean, you know. 
would you change the process that you went through, knowing what you know now? Well, yeah, but that's that's Monday night. That's that's Monday morning quarterbacking. Monday morning. Well, I'm not a football. It's easy easy to sit there on Monday morning and say, well, you should have passed it to, you know, John instead of Peter, you know. You got to play the game when it's being played. But but as, uh, you know, knowing what I know now, I would have just accepted the birth certificate. Give them receipt of the delivery of the property. And then I would have stuck my nose in what I'm doing now is trying to figure out how to gain control over my money, my personal finances, so that I am self-sustainable, so that I don't have to, uh, you know, rely on uh, public assistance or uh, government handouts, you know. And, and, you know, I'm I'm a big guy about that. You know, I I don't want nothing from government. I just want what's mine. I don't want nothing that belongs to you or anybody else. I just want what belongs to me. And that's my God-given rights. Can you tell us again, review really quick, what you would do different today to get a declaratory judgment? Well, the declaratory judgment is just declare it. Oh, okay. Oh, I get to declare it yourself. Sure. So instead of going to filing something in the court and having them declare it for you. Okay, so if if I made a declaratory judgment... Would you think it a good practice or a bad practice to get a seal from a uh, notary if, public on it? If, if your house and your estate does not have a seal, you need to get one. Yeah, we do have one. We just got one. But you wouldn't want to have it notarized by a notary, public, notary right? Well, um, did you know that corporations, all corporations have notaries? You know, even Microsoft, Google, some of the companies in your town, they all have notaries. Their own or the state? No, all companies have notaries. Yes, state notaries because they have... No, even companies. Google has notaries. But don't you think that's going through the state because I got a license? Well, if they're doing state documents, but when it comes to Google's documents, uh, they only need their their notaries. I've never seen that. Hmm. For instance, you know, concerning concerning documents coming from the state of Ohio or going into the state of Ohio, it has to go through the notary. Right? Yeah. All right. Well, in order to come in and out of your house, in and out of your company, where's your notary? I guess it would be under swearing a penalty of perjury and having well, a note, uh, having a seal. It's it's just a matter of having a seal, saying, "Hey, yes, on this day and date, this guy appeared in front of me and did this, or said this, or presented that." And you're just attesting to the fact. That's all. And uh, my phone's going dead, so if it goes dead, I just hang up. Okay. All right. Yeah, you got you got to change the whole way of thinking. See, we think here's what I hear. I here's what I hear, Amy. Is I hear Amy saying, "Mom, Dad, do this. Mom, Dad, can I have this? Mom, Dad, can I do this?" No, you hear me saying, asking you specific questions that I want answered. 
I, I just want to know, because you remember I said that we filed those ones and it wasn't the right thing to do. I'm trying to do ahead of time homework so I make sure that I don't do something that I shouldn't do. I have my own notary stamp. Uh, we do too. I was, we have our own we have our own seal. We so I don't. I, so, so let me explain. I don't go ask them for anything. I do it myself. Okay. okay. Now there may be times, especially if, if they're going to release their property or transfer their accounts, whatever. Uh, there might be a, 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 a notary stamp of theirs on there. That's fine. That's okay, Daddy, because as soon as they put their notary seal stamp on there, guess who's putting their seal and notary stamp on there? You. Right. So, So, you know, and I wasn't trying to be rude or insulting. I was just no. simply trying to point out Neither that, was I. <laughs> you know, I was just simply pointing out that all the power lies in your hands. Yeah. And I was just simply pointing out, wait, wait, wait. Uh, <laughs> so you were even. Yeah, I get you. I get where you're coming from. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, and I would, you know, I was the same way. I kept on going around to the courts and, and calling up his office saying, you know, Mom, Dad, you you won't sign my papers. Mom, Dad, you won't record my papers. Well, that well, that's just like I realize. Just because they say that I ha- that I have to have an ID, I don't have to have their ID. You know, right? And, and, and you know, and, and everywhere I look, it just says you have to have a state ID. Does it say from what state? No. No, it doesn't. Not that I've seen, you know, uh, you know, a person must acquire a state ID, must be present a state ID. You must have a state ID. Okay, I got a state ID. Well, here they're claiming that you will not be able to board an airplane unless you have their state ID with a star is it, on it. Is it your airplane? No. Would you have that problem if you had your own airplane? <laughs> no. But All right, well, if you're going to get on my airplane, guess whose rules you're going to follow? Well, yours. Yeah, but how okay, do you well, do then, my, my rule My rule says in order to get on my airplane, you got to go get an ID. You don't want to go get an ID from the state of Alabama? You're not getting on my airplane. Solution, pull your head out of your ass, stand the hell up, and get your own damn airplane. No, I just don't fly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not getting on a plane either. Because you know as soon as you step foot on an airplane, your odds of dying in a plane crash just drastically increased, right? Yeah. Well, right. Well, what's the odds yeah. of you dying in a plane crash if you never get on a plane? What was Slim that? None? Well, I wouldn't say none because one could fall out of the sky and land on you. But by getting on that plane, you just increased your odds greatly, didn't oh, you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Apply that same... That same concept to everything. Play the odds. I do. I do. I live without. Because I'm not going to follow that rule. I don't, if I don't want to do it, I don't do it. Right. And and if somebody makes you do something against your will, well, that's unlawful, isn't it? Yes. All right. Where's your will? 
Oh, you don't have one? <laughs> I know. I got, so, I got a hold of it. I got it right, right here. Right. Well, for the person who doesn't have one, you say, well, they don't have a will. So so we can't be doing anything against the will because they don't have one. Uh. Just, oh, like just, my just mother remember. used to say, where there's a will, there's a way. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. That That, that is true. And, and And think about it. Don't try to reinvent the will. Duh. You know what I'm saying? You know, you have all these sayings, man. That you know, the sayings say it all. And I think I got maybe two more beeps left, maybe less. <laughs> all right, KW, we appreciate all the time you're spending with us and your patience. Yeah. And I know right. we're still Look, asking not, probably I, baby questions. I'm not trying but... to tell you what to do or what not to do. What I'm trying to help you to do is to think. And look what's written right there in front of your face. They've written it in such a way that they cast a spell on you. Break the spell, chew up your food, chew little bites, and read it real slow and understand what is actually being said. For instance, you know, like, you know, I point to the the, the legislative power uh, uh, in, in the Constitution. It says, all legislative power herein granted shall be vested in a Congress, not the Congress, not the United States Congress, but in a Congress. And you got to understand that a state constitution overrides any common law or admiralty law or whatever. It, it, it nullifies all that crap. So where is your state's constitution? Did you know that companies and corporations have constitutions? Do you know what the hierarchy of documents are because – a articles of organization are the organization's highest governing law. Then comes the Constitution. Constitution is not the the, the, the overall end all be all, uh, but rather uh, we with, here in America we look toward the Declaration of Independence, the Articles of Confederation, the Northwest Ordinance, and then the Constitution. So the Constitution in America, it, while it ranks first in the United States as being the supreme law of the land in America, North America. It is merely the fourth document in the hierarchy. I know it gets confusing, doesn't it? Like, what the hell is this guy talking about? No, we know all the natural, you know. Right, it's called the organic laws. Yeah, organic, yeah. And it has nothing to do with uh, eggplants and, uh, you know, uh, uh, non-homogenized milk. Yeah. (laughs) So when they talk about organs, organic, uh, when when, even when you're sitting there and you're watching commercials on TV and you see things about a medical thing, they're not talking about what you think they're talking about. Think money, think banking, think property. And you have to stand up and defend your shit. You know, if you're, if, you know, you know, like I said, you want to get out of a, you want to get out. Big brother standing at the door saying he's going to beat your ass if you try to get out. So you have two choices. You could go to war or battle with Big Brother, or you could sit down and shut up. One or the other. Which one are you going to do? Well, Big Brother's moving the hell out of my way. I'm getting the hell out of here. And think of it just like a prison. You were born into a prison. And Big Brother's the guard. You have to prove 
that uh, you have the, the, the right and the power to go out there in society and be your own man or be your own woman. Because they don't give that power to just anybody. You have to earn it. You are in. Earn it. And with that, guys, I think i got one more beep left. Is there any more questions? No. Well, I think we'll, um, as I mentioned in the email, we'll take the next couple weeks off. And so I wish you happy Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. And if you're okay well, can... to do a call in January on the first Sunday, then... Well, I'm going to have to wait and see because uh, the way the wheels are rolling here, um, you know... Uh, I'm beginning to to climb that climax and reach that peak or that uh you know that 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 time in my story where you know I have to get some things done so uh depending on what happens within the next few weeks because I plan on two thousand eighteen being a big big year for not only myself but for my family and for the supreme state of grace. So depending on how busy I am, how things go with that, uh, because as soon as, as soon as I can get this money thing going, uh, you know, I'm going to be very busy. Okay, well, be interested in uh, keeping okay, well, don't, updated don't, on that. See how yeah, don't forget are. us. Uh, I won't. Like I said, you know, uh, the first thing I want to do when I get to take take care of is I'm going to go around because, you know, as much as you think I'm helping you, you guys are helping me. Because it's not, because, because if not, i got to sit here with all this stuff in my head by myself. <laughs> and that's going to drive a man crazy if he can't talk about it. Well, we appreciate you talking to us about it. No problem. I appreciate you guys listening. Uh, but... Uh, Change your way of thinking. Pay very closely attention to how you read the words. Listen to what the word is saying. Listen to the spirit behind the word. Don't be deceived by the serpent on the page, how it's spelled, but listen to what is being said. And with that, I'm going to go ahead and get off here. Uh, Peace and love to you guys. And... uh, I'll see you or talk to you in here a couple weeks or so. All right. All right, KW, thanks. Bye, bye. No problem. Hey, hey, Brian, if you wanted to email uh, uh, me, I I do want to go over uh, maybe a couple of things with you uh, uh, regarding, um, you know, some financial things. But if you want to email me and I'll get with you. Sure, absolutely. I'm I'm uh, I'm up visiting my parents for a couple of more days, but when I get back home, I'll I'll get that email from Robin and, We'll get in touch. That's good. And I'll talk to you guys later. And like I said, if any other guys, and you know, like I said, I'm just offering a way to think and how to look at and pointing out some interesting facts. Yep. Well, and that's what we appreciate. That's what we need. The, the nice thing about the people on this call is we're, we are more than willing to do our own legwork and do our own research. If you can help us with the thinking and point us in the direction of what we need to do, you know, we're, we're happy to take it from there. Yeah, you know, like I said, is that yours or is it mine? Yep. And with that, I'll talk to you guys a couple of weeks. Be good. Great, right, you take too. Take care. Bye. All right. 
you want to call me? Yeah, I'll give you a call in just a minute. Let me sign off me, here. Okay, and I'm going to end the call. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.